the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. What is dope, this place is hype. There's a lassie, she's just my type. I hate to resort so soon to money. Haven't been late so long, it's happening. So I'm good. Hey, welcome back to House of a Thousand Horrors. We're tackling a big one today, Leprechaun 2. A legendary fucking title. No, you just wait. You just wait till I introduce you. I thought that was I have my finish. co-host with me. Oh, Riley. Hey. <laughs> What's going on, uh, guys? Dude, actually, you know what? I got to stop you already. I have another update about Haunt. <laughs> another update on Haunt. This, oh, this fuck. This Haunt drama's going on for a week now. Bro, it continues. This is before I even released the last one where we... Oh, shit. I came in hot about Haunt. And I know we're here to talk about Leprechaun 2, but I just found out some more lore about Haunt. Okay. Do you remember me mentioning... Well, you would because remember how at the end there's that um, Rob Zombie... Which one is it? I can't think of... Is it Dracula? Are you talking about Haunt or are you talking about uh, Idle Hands? Idle Hands, Dracula's music video is playing. No, then it's not. Maybe it's not right. It's a re, it's a cover, like an acoustic cover in the ending credit. It's like the only. Oh, movie. yeah. I want to say it's right, but so I was looking up. I was watching this random <laughs> video. I think it was recommended on YouTube of, mm-hmm. um, like best samples of the 2010s that rap music used. That like oh, rappers. Shit. Used. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So one of them was the Schoolboy Q song. Hands on the wheel. Do you know that one? Yeah, yeah. And the sample from that is from the artist Lissy, her Pursuit of Happiness cover song, which I'm guessing is the Kid Cudi one. Mm, That's what. Okay. So she covers, I guess she's a really famous cover artist. And I didn't really give her respect then because I had only really saw her IMDb, mm. not knowing that she's like super popular cover artist. So she covered Rob Zombie, which is pretty dope. And that's what they use. So like, oh, shit. Haunt okay. gets not a whole plus one, but you get some points for, you know, doing a Rob Zombie cover and having the schoolboy. Yeah, but is that really the movie, though, or is that, you know, the woman in charge, you know what I'm saying? That's right. So that has nothing to do with the storyline. Exactly. It has nothing to do with the movie, dude. That's just her accomplishment. Yeah, let's be real clear. But I also didn't give her <laughs> enough respect, so I had to clear the air. And, you know, that's our weekly uh, Haunt update. It never dies. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for uh, supporting us uh, through these tough times right now. Uh, that that motherfucker's still emailing Jordan, harassing him even. I'm just telling him Haunt is a decent movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no one got the chance to correct me about Lissy, though, because I haven't even... Well, I guess the Haunt episode is released, but I'm glad I corrected myself on that before I get those emails, too. Uh, actually, Lissy's a really accomplished singer. Well, just you wait, dude. So what are we They're doing just today, taking their dude? time. They're flooding on in. What What's doing? up? What are we doing here today? Dude, you fucking kidding me? We're doing Leprechaun 2, baby. He's fucking back. Yeah, but let's be real. Thousand years in the making, dude. Let's be real, man. Let's you got exactly what you asked for, dude. Did I, though? You you got that fucking prequel energy. I mean, isn't that the monkey's palm? Isn't that the little trick of the trade? I'm... Glad I've seen other ones so I can be excited about future episodes. Because if <laughs> I had for you, I would have been tired, man. 
And I think I already <laughs> spoiled that on one of the maybe the last episode where I was like, Leprechaun Two is probably my least favorite, and that holds up so far. Mm. Yikes, <laughs> dude! Yeah, I, I've definitely. I don't do this often, but I definitely peeked at the reviews after watching this because I was really curious. I was like, "Wow, uh, that was something!" And was lo and something. behold, I think it's actually the lowest-rated Leprechaun movie out of like all like eight to nine movies. Wow, you think you're it more than the prequel? Crazy low. What's up? Even more than the prequel? Maybe. Yeah, I think people actually like the prequel. From what from what I heard, really? looking it up as of recent, yeah, people are saying that it's not quite as charming, but it still has a little bit of weird charm to it. Yeah, I mean, part of the problem is attaching it to the Leprechaun series at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it is, but that one I'm not excited for either. <laughs> um, this released in April eighth, nineteen ninety four. It's actually, this is crazy too, it's the last film in the series to be given a theatrical release until Leprechaun Origins, that 2014 prequel. What? Yes. So, three. Dude, Leprechaun in the Hood was never in theaters? Oh, no, that's shocking to me. That's fucking what? That's fucking bullshit. That's fucking criminal, dude. I know. I need to be pissed about that. Yeah, for real. And they and they really wanted to fucking pit him up against Candyman. Right? Yeah, well, did all three Candymans... Going I don't think so. I don't, no. I don't think well, the third one. No, yeah. The so, second one I feel like definitely did just because of how successful the first one was. They're tied or was then. the first one even really successful? Wasn't it like kind of a... Oh, it was after, still after it came out, then it got popularity. Yeah. I mean, it definitely blew up even more, but it was like yeah. successful in the terms of like it made its money back and so... Mm-hmm. But they're but, tied, uh, if you think about it, with theatrical releases. Damn, yeah, that is kind of crazy, though. One, two in the prequel for Leprechaun, and you got one, two in, like, kind of remake. Kind of reboot <laughs> sort of uh, continuation in this one here. That's pretty wild. I mean, you know, Leprechaun and Candyman, they ain't too far apart from each other, dude. We already had this talk once before, Jordan. Yeah, I was bummed just as much because I'm like, Leprechaun in space never got its day in theaters either. I mean, uh, it's a, some things just die before they can make it out into theaters. It's just... It is what it is, but... That's Hollywood for you, right? It's fucking Hollywood. Those corrupt sons of bitches, dude. <laughs> well, uh, for another fortunate you... part is that there's nowhere to stream this like for free because of Peacock. We're off that Peacock shit, right? Yeah, fuck Peacock, bro. Peacock fucked us good, dude. Did us dirty. Did us dirty. I, I know we've got reach and stuff, but for Peacock to actively decide, oh, House of Thousand Horrors is tackling Leprechaun, we're going to pull all of that content? The week Just a fucking lowball move, dude. Such a weak fucking mindset. I think it's hilarious. Such a beta kind of thing, dude. It They're really just scared is. of us alphas over here. Dude, we're Sigma males. We're Sigma males. Do Got that really grind think- set going on. And if you if you take away the, our, our streaming services for free, uh, goodbye sponsorship. That NBC bridge is burnt. Universal. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. got us. We're really worried. Who's got Let's more try brand dickheads. recognition? Guess who tracked your IP too? Fuck nut. <laughs> You're done. I'm going to dox the fuck out of whoever made Peacock, guys. So please stay in tune for a next episode when I find oh, their yeah, this address. This is war, baby. Uh, Runtime of this movie is an hour and 25 minutes. It felt so much longer. Well, it's a long one. But also, <laughs> ends pretty abruptly, too. Abruptly. Abrupt. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, the tagline is, this time, luck has nothing to do with it. 
Which I guess is true. Yeah, I mean, really, if you think about it, uh, if you th- think I mean, he's it. orchestrating the whole events. It's it's quite crazy, really, how Leprechaun's reach. Because, I mean, Jordan, I mean, you saw yourself, dude, literally, like, a thousand years ago, we saw him in full power. And he he's actually in full power this oh movie, too. Probably the longest part of this movie is <laughs> it just added in that lore the section. Opening. And, well, the opening, too. But just discussing all the new lore that's established, that's just like, whoa, this movie really fucked up the game when it comes to Leprechaun, man. <laughs> yeah, they really they really fucked up my Leprechaun lore, personally. And I do uh, not appreciate that. Because I will, I will fucking say no, and this is fucking bullshit, dude. This is actual fucking horse shit, Jordan. Go on. They said 600 fucking years ago uh, well, in the yeah. first movie. What are we doing? And then here you come, a thousand years... The fuck is that shit, dude? That's such an obvious middle finger. Such a retcon to such established and strong lore. Can't even follow their own fucking guidelines. If you're saying that, yeah. So the first one, it like was released a year ago. There's only one movie before this. It set the precedent why there is even a second one. So for you to go a thousand years back, you're either saying, A, I didn't watch the first one because that's one of his few lines. or, Or you're saying, fuck you. Yep. That movie's That's exactly what they did. They're like, "Fuck you!" Didn't watch the first one. Yeah, or just like, "Fuck you!" That that whole movie was dumb. This is the real story. I'll tell you what, dude. There's some fake ass Leprechaun fans making dude, this movie, dude. This movie is a faff. It's a fucking faff. It's a farce and a faff. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real fucking gnarly one too, dude. Absolutely egregious well, performance on that man. I'll tell you a little synopsis. Oh, please. Do tell. A leprechaun, Warwick Davis, surfaces in Los Angeles to claim a bride as his previous object of affection was denied to him a thousand years before in Ireland. He kidnaps teenager Bridget, grotesquely murdering anyone who gets in his way. It falls to Bridget's boyfriend, Cody, to rescue her. Cody enlists the aid of his perpetually tipsy uncle, Morty, who decides to go after the homicidal leprechaun's pot of gold. Yeah, I mean that's that's Morty's whole yeah, kind of arc. Can we talk about too how they just fucking retconned our righteous hero? Like, I'll be real. I always saw Leprechaun as this strong anti-hero, anti-hero. lead, right? This set the precedent for that. Breaking Bad, you're welcome. Dexter, <laughs> uh, thank yeah, you. Like we're we're literally watching prototype Dexter. Cash. In, like, in 1994, it's just ridiculous too how they they take his character and really just tarnish it. Leprechaun Two was so short sighted; they didn't even know the precedent that was set a year before. That was going to set up all the best Hollywood, dude. Hollywood, Hollywood. Notice too. Candyman One, perfect. Leprechaun One, perfect. Candyman Two, mm, okay. Well, Leprechaun 2. Here's the thing, though. Candyman 2, for some reason, still gets, like, we kind of covered it with the reviews and stuff, and I still hear, like, references to it that, like, actually, it's a good movie. And that is not the position of House of a Thousand Horrors. (laughs) Absolutely not. And whoever has that opinion is on the wrong side of history. I will tell you that right now, guys. Right. All right. We love every single one of you, and we want to make sure you guys have the right opinion. It sounds it sounds very similar. I mean, you bring up a lot of history. We're talking, you know, nineteen forties Germany. I'm sure a lot of people are saying, like, actually, he's not that bad. Like, I mean, aren't to be and, and in his defense, I mean, he really wasn't. 
<laughs> I mean, what would you do in a position of that power, Jordan? I mean, shit, when you got to clean up. Hey, Kanye said it best. No, no man should have, not one man should have that much power. I mean, you're right, but we didn't have Kanye in the 40s, dude. The Hitler of our time, some would say. <laughs> Kanye? <laughs> Damn, oh. I mean, with, with that with that fucking reach he has, with that influence. You keep saying reach, though, and you're not talking about leprechauns, like actual physical reach, right? No, no, no. Of course not. I'm, I'm talking okay. about that metaphor, that very like philosophical reach. Okay. Although, I will tell you what, man. I mean... We do get to see Leprechaun in like technically 100% power and 99% power throughout this movie. Oh, he's 99? He's in 99 because he takes that one gold coin, remember? So, dude, we got so much to talk about that. First, let's talk yeah, about we got, some dirty we got a shit ton of stuff to talk about later. I want to talk to you about some dirty sons of bitches first. Oh, well, let's get dirty. Completely full of bitches. I'll rip them off and rub them blind, those dirty sons of bitches. <laughs> so in your research, did you happen to see the budget of this movie? I did. Or at least I saw one number. Crazy. <laughs> it's two million. Yeah. But dude, they made their money back. This movie feels so <laughs> low budget though. I know it two million. So not- under budgeted? Two million isn't a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. this did not feel like a two million dollar budget. Yeah, the quality felt a lot worse than the first one did. It really did, and it's not like the like, first one was stunning. But yeah, we had, it, you know let, let's be real here. It was no Citizen Kane, but it sure as hell was some fucking you know, uh, taxi cab or taxi tra- taxi driver? I know cab driver. Well, I think you said it wrong, but I'll correct you. You mean Citizen Kane is no Leprechaun because there's not like eight re- re- eight or whatever sequels to Citizen Kane. So which one? Well, I mean, yeah, life? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to, you know, choose the small ones, Jordan. Well, I take offense to that. I'm trying I'm to just make trying it humble. To clarify which one set up, you know, a long. Shit, which one know. had a storyline that had to? Fuck. All right, can we edit that out then? Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay. That's my reputation right. on the line too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, okay. So when we talk about gross, you're right though. I mean, uh, in its opening weekend, the film opened in 252 theaters. Well. A gross six hundred seventy-two thousand, um, in that weekend. Um, the film's box office total is two point three million. So, did it make its money back? Probably not, because the budget was probably more than two million. That's some of that Hollywood yeah. math. I don't know. I mean, that's very iffy, dude. If anything, they probably made like, I'd say triple digits worth of like money back yeah. on the entire project. They made three hundred dollars. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, that's a fucking win, though. What a fumble. <laughs> so it was also filmed again in California and Los Angeles on Western Canyon Road in Marina Del Rey and San Fernando Valley. Um, it was filmed a very short amount of time from shown as November to December of 1993. <laughs> so, like, Well, dude, I mean, it, they, it's following in the shadow in the footsteps of its predecessor, but... It doesn't even feel like there's multiple takes of a lot of these. <laughs> Holy moly. Now, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Actually, I was going to say what you're about to bring up. That's what I'm going to talk about. Fortunately or unfortunately, this is a love child of many House of a Thousand Horrors alums, (laughs) or at least movies that have been considered for the House of a Thousand Horrors, but ultimately didn't make it in. 
Like they're not actually in the House of a Thousand Horrors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got writer Mark Jones. Of course, no. Well, he's listed as writer. He's just he's the original. He's who the character is based by. He has no association with this movie. I don't think. Uh, the real ones are Turi Meyer and Alfredo Septian. Now, this goes deep. What did Turi and Alfredo write? What did he write, Jordan? Candyman Three: Day of the Dead. And that's what Turi, Turi Meyer is the one who directed it. That's like his only real movie he's directed, like for credits. So coincidence? I fucking think not. Internet. I mean, talk about a matchup: Leprechaun Two versus Candyman Three. Oh, ow! Oh, a double dude, feature that just that'll... gave me a fucking migraine, <laughs> Jordan. What the fuck, dude? Oh. We've now we're doing episodes of both of those, both of those, man. Imagine having to do a double feature watching those back to back. Well, whenever they fucking dude, you know what? And I'm I'm still hoping, I'm still clinging on to, you know, we might have a Candyman versus Leprechaun. I mean, Candyman did very successful in its uh, newest film, right? Yeah, I'd just be worried. Uh, Leprechaun's going too. strong in its in its youth. It's like matured, middle aged, right? I think there's a lot of potential. Yeah. I mean, where the fucking Candyman go? Well, that's the thing. If you say it a few more times, you'll find out, <laughs> kid. Well, yeah, but you know what? If I got that pot of gold strapped on me, you know, nose to me, we should be clear. You think of like you call Candyman's name three times and shit, or sorry, five times, right? Yeah, I think it's five. I already yeah, it's out. five. <laughs> I was thinking about, wow, holy shit, dude. You can tell that's how fucking long it's been since I've even talked about my Candyman lore. But yeah, like, if you get your fucking, if you get his sights on you, but then Leprechaun kind of rolls up and, like, starts to fuck him up, like, is he still going to kill you or is he going to, like, worry about Leprechaun? See, I'm still on the thing that Candyman, no shot to his intelligence, and we're big Tony Todd fans, but he's going to be... Leprechaun's a master manipulator, so he's not really going to find out what's going on until the end. If anything, Leprechaun's going to appear as like an illusion. Yeah, he's going to orchestrate, and he's going to pretend to be the one that Candyman wants to kill, fake him out when he goes for the kill shot. Wait, Jordan. What? Is this fucking hook raw iron? Oh. He'll have to. We don't know. Yeah. Either he'll have to create it, or it already was the whole time. And that's I a think it might one. be raw iron because it was a hook probably made in like what the earliest uh, early twentieth century, right? Oh yeah, Daniel Robitaille. Yeah, so it might of, might just be raw iron. So yo, I mean leprechaun. I mean, you gotta be careful, dude. Running around with a fucking know. Candyman's high level. He might be able to smith mithril, dude. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got that glass cannon though. We got leprechaun. But, I mean, Candyman's tanky, though, dude. Like, when has he actually ever been, like, thwarted physically? I mean, He's... we've we've seen that, a wa- like, a, a puddle of water, a wave of water knocked him down, took him out. We don't, well, Leprechaun will have to find out what his weakness is, because we don't really know. And I don't want that Candyman 2 shit about a mirror or none of that. <laughs> what about the painting, though, dude? No. It's got to be something else. The bees. Yeah, because... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's all about well, because I mean, if you think about it though, too, uh, if we're going off of like Candyman one lore, uh, he doesn't, he's not ever, he's not like ever in the physical world, right? He's always kind of technically, or he is, but he has like uh, optional, um, like 
visual cognition where like basically he chooses when people can see him or not. Right. Like even without the mirror. So does that mean he is just kind of like he inhabits the physical world, right? So I mean Leprechaun could in theory touch him. Does Leprechaun even inhabit the physical world all the time? Oh, he absolutely does. Well, all the time? No, he has instant transmission as we see in this one. But that's instant. Like in general, these hundred year like lapses is he I mean you you kind of see you kind of see him turn into fucking Logan, dude. <laughs> he was a lot he was a lot more well groomed and shit a thousand years ago than he is now. Oh yeah, he had a whole different drip and everything. He did. No, like he was really he really is kind of the Hugh Jackman of his culture. <laughs> All right, let me talk about the director. Yeah, let, let's Another get back on track here. House I apologize thousand... for that, guys. No, it's okay. It's fun stuff. <laughs> Uh, we got another House of a Thousand Horrors alum. We got Rodman Flender, director of Idle Hands. Wow, okay. Yeah, so what a writer. Director. This is going to be really awkward then. Yeah. Um, We didn't actually really talk about him that much in that mm-hmm. movie. He didn't really do much, to be fair, right? No. Yeah. He's got, like, I got two episodes of the Scream TV series in 2015 and 2016. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. A couple episodes of Tales from the Crypt in 93 and 95. Mm-hmm. Honestly, his biggest credit now is that Timothy Chalamet is listed as his nephew. Or is his oh, nephew. <laughs> really? Yeah, because huh. Timothy's mother, Nicole Flender, is Rodman's sister. So, I mean, apparently he also, like, he it says in his bio that he cut his filmmaking teeth as VP of production for independent movie icon Roger Corman. Which is pretty cool, but if he's VP of production, maybe he has more of a business mind. So that's why he didn't, that mm-hmm. coolness didn't rub off. Or, and I don't want to make fun of all his filmmaking. Maybe it's just horror because he did study documentary filmmaking at Harvard, and he has like some comedy show episodes, like of uh, The Office, and he has a documentary that's really well reviewed for Conan O'Brien called Conan O'Brien Can't Stop. Mm. So maybe direct maybe uh documentaries and some comedy is more his bag because horror man not his thing yes feel like. he can't he can't mix both yeah Very but few. i want to tell you i mean talking about uh the direction of this movie did you actually know that leprechaun 2 is not considered a comedy this time around what is it it's a horror slasher dude no is it yeah it is oh i don't like that yeah, that's fucking crazy, right? Well, which one do you think is more of a slasher, the first one or this one? Oh, this one definitely. I really? feel like there's, yeah. I mean, well, it's weird, though, because uh, thinking back on it, dude, uh, I, I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but there's not many kills in this either. I mean, we get no, one, two. There's yeah, there's like fucking like, I'm pretty sure like five, right? Maybe even, or maybe even a little bit less. Uh yeah, there's five. Well, let's not hit all of our sections. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, 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 I got you. These. We got uh the composers Jonathan Elias, and we can start talking about the actors. I mean, obviously, we got our boy Warwick Davis as Leprechaun. Yeah, he did fantastic though. He Always. did really good. Yeah, like he, you know, to be fair, I think that's what really gives the movie the points it has from people is that the plot is pretty fucking stinky, like a real, a real dirty son of a bitch. However. Warwick Davis is the cleanest fucking dude. Well, that's why it's hard to tell with some of these franchises. Like, 
I mean, this already has a low score, but I almost wonder, though, if the few points it does have is because of basically fanboys. I mean, you call them fanboys, dude. I just call them real ones, you know? I don't know, man. It, you I can, feel like it's definitely though, like the Tony Todd situation. I mean, j- another parallel to the to those two characters is that Warwick Davis he steals the scene just like Tony Todd. Like, yeah, like you never, never, you really never see. And I'll tell you what, dude. Yeah, honestly, it is super fucking embarrassing to watch like some of the actors interact with Leprechaun when. Warwick Davis is giving it like a hundred and ten percent, like he's fucking nailing it, like he's like in his element. And then yeah. he got uh, I don't even know how to pronounce her name, like Siobhan, oh Siobhan Durkin. Gosh. Oh my god! Let's oh just talk goodness. about her first. Holy moly! Yeah, dude, and it, it was so. <sighs> so she is crazy. What's her, what's her character's name? Bridget is Bridget. her character's name. Oh my gosh! So she's like the main girl of. Cody, oh my gosh, she's so like. I, I hate to talk shit, but man, like, how is she an actor in a like a theatrical release movie? I just don't think it's fair for her because she she sounds so foreign. However, I'm pretty sure she was born in Santa Clara County in Cal, like in Cali. Oh, you thought it sounded foreign? Yeah, she sounded like either like some kind of like. Russian or Celtic descent or like somewhere from Greenland. I I really thought she had a really heavy accent. That would actually make more sense. I think she does. Like, because if not, I'm fucking insane, Jordan. I'm fucking crazy because it really. She just sounds. She sounds like a monitor. She sounds like a robot. The way she's delivering her lines. Oh, kid. Oh, Cody. I could never mad at you. Yeah. Just playing. See, that would make sense if she was. Just lost in translation, but that's not the feeling. The feeling I got was like this was line delivery, like straight out of All Hallows Eve. Even worse, honestly. Oh. <laughs> it's so monotone. And the very end, she's yeah. like, He's dead. It's over. It's really over. It's really over. Which I think they're trying to do like a, she's kind of hypnotized thing or something. It's so bad. Or, uh, I mean, she like sneezes. And she goes, it's not the flowers. Either way, I love them. Because Cody gave her some flowers. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's so weird. It's like, uh, like Uncanny Valley or something. Like this robot's trying to like act human. <laughs> it's like Mark Zuckerberg like, inhabiting a new fucking host instead of his <laughs> original like primitive state. He has like a new vessel. She seems like she's straight up like three hours into like a monotone lecture. And she's even sick of hearing her own voice and teaching. Straight out of her fucking college class, just so, like, dead tired. It's bad. But then, like, no emotion on the face either. I mean, I don't even think she blinks once in this movie. <laughs> well, it's crazy. I will say, like, she's very beginning in her acting career at this point. Her first credits are in 92, and this is 94. Mm. Um, she's just in an, one episode of The Wonder Years. Now, she's in another, like, big cult classic especially which has like really got a resurgence recently. It's called Tammy and the T-Rex. This same year she plays as Wendy. Uh it's a movie with like Paul Walker and Denise Richards. Oh wow, okay. So she's in there with some pretty big names. Yeah, I don't think her part is that big and I still haven't seen it. I know mm-hmm. it's on Shutter right now. And like apparently it's just a ridiculous movie. It's like very uh 
just a ridiculous kind of comedy. So she was 25 years old when she acted in Leprechaun 2. Oh, I don't know. She was born in 1969, and Leprechaun 2 was 1994. Uh, I was just checking the numbers and everything. I thought she was way younger. What? I thought she looked 20. That was my first thing. was like, this is so dumb. Really? You know they're supposed to be playing like high schoolers? Is what I. I mean, she kind of she kind of looked like it. No, no way. At least to at least to me, yeah. Well, because again, like I I really did think that she was like foreign. I'm like, this is so ridiculous that her and the dude are trying to play eighteen year olds or whatever, like seventeen. Actually, I think they were even. Oh, they're supposed to be like fifteen. Oh, 15, Fuck no. Yeah, I thought she was like eighteen, nineteen. Like oh. not like just barely hitting twenties. I thought she was. That but you know what I just fucking 24. realized, dude. What? Maybe she threw on that accent on purpose, but it really hindered her acting because she's supposed to be a descendant from that same bloodline from Ireland. Oh, so I do you think I because I haven't seen I haven't seen her in anything else. However, I should have I should I want to see her in something. Else I should now. yeah I should have seen her in something else too just to get a reference for her acting because I'm wondering if because she definitely had an accent dude like 100. percent I didn't get that. I just got like you didn't. Really? She's just not like delivering anything with emotion. It was yeah, really I, weird. Well, because because yeah, the the way she delivered it to me, I'm like, oh, she's like she's like trying to simulate someone who knows how to speak English. I was like, okay, you might be right that she was trying to go for something because she, there's only one time in the entire movie she shows emotion, and it's a cut scene. So I don't know if it took him a million times to try to get it. <laughs> a cut scene, like a cut. Pre-rendered cutscene. Yeah, it's like it's a <laughs> very harsh cut. Like, um, yeah, when Cody gets the cord wrapped around his neck and then she screams. Oh my god! Yeah, and there's emotion in that, and her voice sounds different. Like she actually sounds like mm. a f- human female. <laughs> like it's a, a living, scream. breathing. You know, she doesn't sound like this. This, I love them, Cody. So you got this stuff in 94, yeah. like, okay, she's blowing up. She's doing a couple, at least, terrible good movies. Um, actually, <laughs> Terribly good movies. The year before, too, she was in, uh, like, sci-fi, horror, thriller, Ghost in the Machine. Um, yeah. Then, huge break, and she's in uh, a show. She's in, like, a couple episodes of The Love Boat, The Next Wave, in Beverly Hills, 90210. <laughs> Okay. So that's the 2001. Then there's an even bigger gap from 2001 to 2014 where she plays Crystal in a movie called Spermicide. Oh, my fucking God. It looks kind of funny. It's a comedy. That sounds fucking great. Yeah. It's a comedy crime thriller where a former sperm donor and recently diagnosed sociopath takes his daughter on a murder spree of his sperm-donated offspring in a dark comedy. That just sounds kind of funny. So there's a like 14-year gap and then nothing again since. So like I really don't think someone must have gave her the hint or something like this isn't for you i don't know i'm not trying to be a dick but like after this i'm like how could you be an actor in a movie that sounds terrible yeah and i mean it sucks too because she was given i guess like technically the the second lead role (laughs) yeah in this fucking movie so really she had a lot on her fucking shoulders to like prove yeah, and, like, she should have really played it. Well, I mean, I'll bit. be real, too. Like, another thing is just, like, how do you continue off the series, like, coming off the high horse of uh, Jennifer Aniston? 
Well, you don't you do that. Some, yeah, you got, you can't fucking can't fill in those shoes that big, dude. Unless you got like, I mean, yeah, an up and coming star. Jennifer Aniston goes on to be a huge successful actor because she's actually good. But like, give someone with a little bit of charisma or personality. Mm-hmm. I mean, it couldn't be. I'll tell more you what, man, it was that it was that forced uh, Gaelic accent. I feel like they almost just went so dirt cheap. Maybe they were afraid about making their bunny back on the second one because that's why I don't even know what they spent $2 million on because their other um, lead, mm-hmm. Charlie Heath, as Cody. He's yeah. Right now, he doesn't even have a picture on IMDb. He's really... Yeah. He's played a few small parts just in a, a dude. few shows. His last thing was in 97. He played as Lance in the Beverly Hillbillies movie. And he's in a Party of Five episode in 96 and one episode of Beverly Hills 90210 in 96 as Streaker number two. So his career got Streaker worse after this. number two? Yeah. God damn. Okay. So these are the two top build well, after Warwick Davis. I hope they gave all two million to him. Yeah. And then we I mean, got... fuck, he kind of deserves it. Uh, the other, the only like other fun character besides Warwick Davis probably is Sandy Barron. Sandy Barron. Yeah. He he was really cool, dude. He get and it's funny because I'll be real. Um, I got a lot of pretty nice. I like the chemistry between uh Sandy Barron and Charlie Heath. I know why. Because it's why, the precursor it like, to uh, Back to the Future. No, Rick and Morty. You. Oh, yeah. dude, come on, man! Don't fucking. That How many times does he go, fruit. Morty? Morty. He says it like a hundred times. This is straight up Rick and Morty, dude. Come on, Morty. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's crazy how how blatantly plagiarizing. Uh, how blatant. How blatantly plagiarized Rick and Morty. Oh, of course. I mean, you got yeah, the I mean, old... Just because you're fucking, you know, in the in the 20th century, you feel like you're justified for fucking plagiarizing uh, a character name from Rick and Morty. Yeah, nice fucking try, dude. Yeah. Trying to be slick and shit. You got the old guy, cynic, scam artist, who's selfish, he's alcoholic. And then you have, like, the young, like, hopeful, kind of innocent kid. And I knew that... The... I thought this would be your favorite movie just because of that, because I know what a... Daniel. I'm a, I'm a diehard fan for Rick and Morty. Yeah, dude, I will die. That's pretty much all your jokes. It's just repeating that show. It's kind Yeah, of but I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, Jordan. I mean, true. shit, dude. Look how funny I've become. You always and get it's one all life. Rick and Morty. You always know someone out there gets the reference. So Someone out there that, that, that shares that same level of, you know, cognitive input. You know, that, that same level of uh, awareness, dude. It's a little too smart. Those, those red-pilled boys. It's a a little too smart. I'm just not really into that kind of style. And it's okay, man. It's not for you. Don't don't worry (laughs) about it. Just just let it go over your head, Jordan. You're always gatekeeping my intelligence with Rick and Morty. I hate that. Well, I mean, dude, read a fucking book. (laughs) I mean, shit, pick something up. Where all good comedy starts. For real. Rick and Morty, babe. We do have to RIP to Sandy Barron. He died in 01. At age 64 yeah. of emphysema in a nursing home in Van Nuys. So that took a dark turn. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, he he was really good, though. However, I, I will say, yeah, no, I absolutely... Uh, he was such a strangely, uh, like, an impressionable... It, like, left an impression on me uh, seeing him act and everything. Because he, he had those vibes of, like, a very... I want to say successful actor in like maybe the the seventies or eighties. Yeah, he, he movies fits and stuff. In he did have a career, right? Like a pretty lengthy one. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's not like huge, but he was in like mm-hmm. 
TV shows of Starsky and Scotch, uh, Starsky and Hutch in '79. The only really mm. horror credit is another movie I haven't seen. That's kind of cla- like cult classic is Vamp in '86. Oh yeah, he plays Vic. Um, he plays Yorga in the Monsters Today TV series for some episodes. He's in four episodes of Seinfeld as Jack Klompus, the nemesis of Jerry Seinfeld's father. And then he's got like cool credits in him. Like he was like a uh, New York City disc jockey in the 70s before returning full time to his acting career. So this dude had an interesting life for sure. Damn, yeah. And. I will say he fits in very well to like he actually makes sense in the Leprechaun movie. Like he works, he's fun. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. He's a real slick goose, <laughs> slickest. Um, two of the big, probably the two biggest actors though, besides uh, Warwick Davis, is yeah, Kimmy Robertson as the tourist girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, her f- favorite role of mine is from Twin Peaks. And that's like right around this time, so I don't know like why she's doing such like a lowly role. And then you got Clint Howard as the yeah. tourist. Um, Clint Howard's been in like everything super <laughs> just I don't know how you say popular, just like super common, like Yeah. All over actor. the place. Yeah. But his probably <laughs> famous movie, which we'll definitely have to do at some point, is the cult classic horror movie Ice Cream. Ice Cream Man. Man. Yeah. yeah. Well, not his most famous, but like most famous horror roller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That applies. He was in Solo, 2018 Star Wars movie with... Wait, whoa. Really? Oh, was he now? Yeah. I didn't even see Solo, actually, yet. See, I've actually seen that, and I haven't seen a lot of the recent Star Wars. And that one was good, though, from huh. what I remember. Yeah. Have you Wild seen uh, First Hope? No. Or, sorry, Hope 1, I think? You haven't? I don't know. Oh. I don't even you remember the names. You are doing yourself a fucking disservice. I might have seen the first two new ones. I fell asleep in theaters to Rogue One. What a snooze. Oh, what the fuck am I on about? Oh, my God. What? Yeah, I meant to say Rogue One. Oh, you like that movie? Oh, dude. It's fucking awesome. Really? Yo, you, you see where you're talking about how you fell asleep in theaters or something about it? Yeah, I mean, I'd never fall asleep in theaters. That bored. Really? Tears. That's fucking crazy. That's insane, Jordan. I mean, I guess we are not the same, dude. No. You can say Two that. Two sides again. of the same coin, however. Um, you got another another big one. You got Tony Cox. He's listed as African American leprechaun. <laughs> He's been in a yeah. ton of stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Now I'll give you some video game references now. Keep in mind. Oh, finally, dude. Okay, I've been fucking waiting for this, seriously. But keep in mind. Some movies are going to be harder than others. Especially oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I don't expect many of uh, <clears throat> the advances we have in technology to really translate into... Uh, well, that, yeah. Know, f- yeah, into into Leprechaun 2. That, it's such a masterpiece. I, I really couldn't see anybody replicating or Well, hold your aspiring. horses oh. Let's go... Uh, well, our boy, Clint Howard, I was just talking about as tourist, he plays... Larry Hammond in the video game Tex Murphy Overseer from 1998. Now you might ask, what's Tex Murphy Overseer? I know what that is, Jordan. Well, it's a little game. I think it's... (laughs) I really don't know how it works because it looks like it's a CD-ROM game where 
during a date, Tex agrees to retell his first adventure, Mean Streets, to his girlfriend, Chelsea. Tex is hired by Sylvia Linsky to find out if her scientist father was murdered. Meanwhile, tensions between normals and mutants are rising. <laughs> so, Yeah, they call uh, people of color mutants in that game. I don't know if you want to be talking about that, dude. Oh, yeah, it's controversial, to say the least. <laughs> But, but man, that was a reviews. fun fucking game. I'll tell you what, dude. <laughs> it's got oh, doing a genocide run on that. Woo! I don't know why, like IMDb even has video games, but for some reason it has like a, a ridiculously. What is it? A, is it a eight? It's an eight point two on IMDb. I have one hundred fifty two ratings. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude. I'll be real. A, a game that uh, aged. For its time, at least, too, is I mean, ba- I mean, basically, you were just playing like a a choose your like yeah, video like a choose your fucking video clip. It's an interactive uh, movie, game. essentially. It's an interactive movie, absolutely. Uh, oh, uh, it says you will love the antihero Tex Murphy, who doesn't take himself <laughs> he seriously. He is racist. <laughs> that is, I, that, that is an awesome. That's why he's level. an antihero. Yeah, that's like, why it's the anti-hero. Like, yeah. I don't agree with Tex, but like he's still cool, right? Like, but I mean, like he is like I guess the narrative vessel. So we gotta, you know, we gotta be on his side. We have to play the game. See, because this is how, and this is a, I think, for most people trying to get immersed in their gaming, Jordan. Um, I forgot the specific uh, word for it, but it's basically, um, where where you play, uh. In line with the character you're playing as, you play in line with their morals. Oh, okay. And so, like in a in a in a game where it's basically like a narrative driven game where you can make decisions. However, uh, there are decisions that are blatantly kind of like what the character would do. And then you motherfucker! <laughs> all I'm all I'm saying is that every single time Tex Murphy had an option to shoot a mutant, quote quote mutant, <laughs> uh, I, I took that shot, dude. That's a code. That, that's that's the code. I'll give you one more video game reference if you insist. Tony Cox, aka African American Leprechaun, plays bartender number one in Lodestar: The Legend of Tolly Bodine. So, it's an FMV rail shooter about Tolly Bodine, the base, the best space trucker in the business. I, I fucking hate who takes rail a dangerous most rail shooters. Fucking suck, Jordan, dude. But the storyline, listen to this. He takes a dangerous job of getting contraband camels off a moon colony to Phobos. With the help of his computer navigator, he must evade rivals and authorities. It's 1994, dude. You know how much- Bro, you sound like fucking Math Blaster over here with that silly shit. Well, you're well, the one who plays Fortnite. Let me Fortnite. tell you something, Where do you think Jordan. Where do, do you know, like, the best on-rail shooter out there? Like, actually. So, on-rail means it's like, uh, like Mario Kart style where you're... Stuck in a loop, kind of thing. <laughs> You're stuck on a rail. Uh, well, like on oh yeah, on rails like where you where you go to like uh like an arcade or something, and they have like those uh like Terminator or like Alien, uh, The Walking Dead, the where it's like ones? yeah, the shooting ones. Oh. So it's like the the camera is constantly moving, but you're you're basically playing as like the the gun shooting things. There was a good Resident Evil one that did that on the Wii. I liked Dude. it. <laughs> Dude. What's the best? Tell me, man. It's fu- okay, first of all, the Resident Evil game you're fucking talking about isn't even on rails, I don't think. I think that's actually something you move. I could be wrong, though, because I do recall a Resident Evil on-rails shooter. 
because uh, you, you play as like a character you that's not stupid. even a part of the main cast, right? Bet you feel stupid. Yeah, I probably. You know what? That's my lack of gamer knowledge. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, you're having a faff. Oh, oh, hold up. I have a little, little more of a faff, dude. Put a capital G behind that. <laughs> but uh, no, so Time Crisis. Oh, yeah. You heard that? It's fucking amazing, dude. Wow, that like, is Like, actually fucking dope. I love Time Crisis so much. You're just trying to be all hipster about it. I get it. Be all fucking hipster about it. Let me tell you something, dude. Back when uh, Livingston's was good and they had Time Crisis... Uh, I don't even know if Livingston's. people that does Livingston's exist outside of Florida. I don't even know what that is. Is it like a Dave and Buster? Oh, you don't know Livingston's? Oh wow, no. It's a well. I guess I. I mean, I guess at this point, yeah, it's like a local arcade and bar. Bro, I was all about that Chuck E. Cheese life. Well, you know what? Chuck E. Cheese also had Time Crisis. Of course, it did. They also had a like, not House of the Undead, but it was like oh, Hour yeah. of the Undead. That's what I was gonna bring up. There was a zombie one. Yeah, that one was fucking great, that too. One. That was fantastic. Uh, and so, yeah, r- to quickly wrap up my, my time crisis uh, splurge, that fucking dude, I was the type of dude back when Livingston's was good and not garbage. Now, well, it's not garbage now. However, I digress. I would fucking dual wield. I'd put in two of the fucking tokens inside the machine and dual wield guns. So basically, I played a two-player game by myself. That is... Such a sad Fucking story. rad. Don't tell that story anymore, dude. That is... What do you mean? No, dude. And I'd fucking beat levels with just literally, like... You're supposed to play with the friend, dude. Sideways That's, holding shit. It's the, dope. The second gun, people aren't not using it because, like, they didn't think of that. It's because they have another friend with them who they want to play with. Hey, dude. I'm a solo player, though. Like, fuck that shit. I mean, you can't beat it by yourself. You don't deserve, it, you know, any help. That's how I was born. Dude, that's how I was raised in Ireland. I mean, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I told you my migration story when I moved down to America when I was like three. From Ireland? Yeah. Oh, yes. You are an O'Day, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. I, I have dual citizenship. So, actually, that brings up a good point. I think I you talk about the opening. I, I can be your, your, your fucking lore master. Well, let here. me finish because there's one more person I want to talk about, actually. Okay, let's talk about that one more person, yeah. Michael McDonald. He's not ah. even listed on like the castles on IMDb. You have to go to like yeah. <laughs> into the second page. He's at the very bottom. Of Google. Yeah, he's like not. I wonder if he like tried to get himself removed or something. But he's the only other person that I really liked his whole scene. Um, he plays as just a waiter. Um, I'm guessing this is before. I mean, this is before Mad TV. Even this is '94. So, but he's actually legitimately funny in this. <laughs> and he's in Halloween Kills, dude. Halloween Kills, yep. Which uh oh, which performance was better? Which part was better? Oh, uh in Halloween Kills or in um Or this movie. I'm torn, dude. He was actually really good in this. He's cracking me up. Yeah, he was pretty funny. Are you talking about the uh oh no, he was the waiter, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the um, waiter in Halloween Kills, he's the uh Who is he in Halloween Kills? Yeah. He's the Is little he John. little John? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, he's Little John. Uh fuck. Who's actually the you know, taller real. Um I feel like he got to be funnier in this one. Like actually not yeah. like not like a subtle funny. Like he actually got to be funny in this. He did that whole impression of Leprechaun. <laughs> he said, Oh, I can't remember his line. It's so funny. He goes, Oh, I got to get to me go. He like perfectly mimics Warwick Davis what he Warwick says. Warwick Davis. 
Oh, so great. I think, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I I think they're both, in my opinion, they're both equal in performances, although he definitely had a way more central yeah. bit going on in Leprechaun than he did in Halloween Kills, where it was just him going off. Well, his part was so much bigger, though, in Halloween Kills. Oh, yeah. Like, actually, it's kind of a little storyline. But, yeah, he's, I don't Yeah, which, I mean, that... You know, comparing it to that, obviously, uh, there was a higher budget to then have that, like, extended, like, mini-story in Halloween Kills, you know what I mean? As opposed I'm to Leprechaun 2 Only Gotten. if you thought it was funny in this movie, because I just love Michael McDonald from, like, Mad TV, like, growing up, watching all those, and he has some of the funniest, <laughs> most ridiculous characters in it, and... So I love seeing Michael McDonald's, but I don't know if you don't have that attachment to him. Like, was it still funny for you? Yeah. No, I mean, he, he was funny. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess, yeah, when I, when I first saw that whole waiter scene, I, I had to kind of remember what you were talking about. He's really a bartender. I don't know why he's listed as waiter. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Because uh, at first I thought you were talking about the security guard, and, uh, guard, and I was like, that's not Michael McDonald or whatever. Uh, I wish I could remember his line. He even does like a cross-eyed thing. He goes like, oh, you have to get to your gold? And then he makes some jokes. Like, he makes some pun jokes. Like, oh, what, are you a little short? When he's talking about his yeah. and stuff. I, I, I thought that was kind of, um, I cheesed maybe a little bit. I mean, it's really the only part that I thought was actually funny. Funny? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because shit, dude. I mean, the, the, I mean, the movie does say blatantly that it's not a comedy. And... You know what? It, it was crazy. That was right. I got one more person under additional crew to mention. Um, All right. Assistant animal wrangler, cockroach credit by Michelle Yo. Bravo. So, bravo to her. She's a cockroach handler? Yeah. Fuck. You ready to talk about some ashes? Ashes. Guess so, dude. Or should I call it ring around the rosy? Which do you prefer? I prefer you like, hey, you want to spend some rings around the rosy? Oh, okay. You know, make, make a little bit business casual, you know? A ring around the rosy, a bucket full of posies. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. <laughs> we are an hour into the show, and we're getting to the opening. <laughs> really? Yeah. Holy shit. So we open up. It's the 17th of March, the Feast of St. Patrick, and it's his 1,000th birthday. So yeah, lore, gee. right out the rip, before even the opening like title, lore is just out of control. So as far as we know, dude, this, this fucking guy is about, you know, 2,000 years old. We have no idea at this point now. Yeah, at this point we have no idea. However, we can at least pinpoint that he's about two thousand years old. Why do you say that? Oh, at the very at the very least, he's two thousand. No, yeah, unless he could have been born like the week before. What do you mean? Like he didn't go through two. We didn't see two thousand revolutions of him. Well, but you said though that it was his thousandth birthday. Oh, you're right. My bad. A thousand years yeah. ago. Yeah. No, you you could. Well, yeah. 
So he's at least 2,000. <laughs> dude, I thought you were about to hit me with some like crazy critical math, and I was not ready for it. I was like, fuck, dude, all right, I'll just give you that one. No, but that yeah, really dumb. So we at least know he's about 2,000 years old, which is, you know, oh, well, yeah. adding 1,400. So he is you're right. Yeah, if this is 1,000th birthday, yeah, yeah. You're right, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, you're right. No, you're good. You're good, dude. But don't worry. That's why I'm here, man. That was I'm pretty fucking ballsy, leprechaun lore master. I didn't even think about how much ballsier. They give his base specific age. So if in 1994, or are we going off when this was filmed? So so does this make Leprechaun um, a fucking, should I even say? Do we have Whoa. to call Pizzagate on him? Oh, well, I mean, he's still, I don't know if there's laws against, you can be, it's always 18. Because I mean, it, even is Leprechaun they're... aged like a dog, like where, where he says he's a thousand, but really he's about like two weeks old? No, that that could be. Yeah, we don't know what kind of because he's uh, operating in multiple like universes or potentially planets. So <laughs> this time doesn't necessarily have to. Be. Well, well, well. At this point, he's not in space just yet. Right, but we know so he, he's not on that planetary scale. Well, he's not, but it's it got to be a capability of his. He might even be switching dimensions. Probably, probably. I mean, you, you know, who's to say that he just didn't straight up go in the past, claim that he's a thousand years old, when really, my dude's just like, you know, he's in his young 20s, ruffian, 25, 26, the, looking to smash. The thing of it is, too, he's a trickster, so you can't really believe anything he says. Yeah, I mean, re- really going to expect me to believe that it's a leprechaun's birthday on St. Patrick's Feast? Yeah, uh, that's a little bit too on the nose, it would seem. Yeah. But hey, it's kind of slipping, to be fair. But then again, though, uh, we have to realize that uh, it, it was his early years, dude. Well, that was, ba- that was back when he was young. Wasn't experienced, wasn't the seasoned hunter as he is now. That's probably a smart decision, though, to tie it to St. Patrick's Day. Because I don't think the first one doesn't do that at all, I don't think, so... No, he just he just rolls up. That's smart because then you like lock down obligatory Halloween reference. You know you got to lock down the ho- the holiday. <laughs> well, what's really weird is that this what month did this movie come out in? I think April. April yeah. really? April eighth. What this this felt like a weird ass Halloween movie to me. Really? Because of the fucking yeah, because of uh, Cody's house. Morty and Cody's house is just all fucking Halloween, like scary, spooky shit, and them doing that like little cab service. Oh yeah, I could see that. But uh, when when Cody visited or visits uh, Bridget again, he says trick or treat with the little uh, bouquet of flowers, he and does? it's just like wrong holiday, and he's like, I know, but and then he puts a little fucking green bud in it. So it's weird. I don't know if this was like trying to be marketed. During Halloween, well, or no, whatever I mean, the case may be, I really think it was because it's a few weeks after St. Patrick's Day if it releases April eighth. But mm-hmm. I was looking up because I'm like, well, maybe they wanted it to be March, and something was, you know, they were worried about having to go up against another movie. And I'm looking up movies that released uh, in '94. And it looks like it's probably Friday thirteenth. It looks dropped the movie. I don't maybe. know if this is right, but it looks like Wes Craven's new nightmare. And if that's the case, <laughs> then that's exactly why. Shit. Yeah. I mean, 
Because I'm sure they wanted it to be in March. No, this is October 14th, 94, so I don't know. Yeah, but either way, I I definitely felt that the setting was a little bit weird. Uh, Just a little bit, though, because I I definitely had weird-ass Halloween-esque vibe, probably just because of the whole uh, cab service gig that they got going on and their house is full of Halloween decorations. Which I didn't mind that. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't mind it either. I mean, I think it adds a little bit of character to it, so that's a little bit like candy for the eyes. However... I don't think it feels uh, like St. Patrick's Day, unless you're talking about no. the bar scene. Yeah, I mean, that's really the only time that I felt that it was, like, on on point with the holiday. But, uh, dude. How about, what? How do you feel about that opening, Jordan? Well, I was going to say, how about the guy that, you said you haven't seen Jackass, uh, is it two? Or you haven't seen any of the Jackass? The movie. Uh, I don't, th- I don't think I have. I don't think I have. Well, there's a... Uh... One of the best bits. I don't even want to like <laughs> spoil it, it if you haven't seen it. But one of the best, essentially they're like pranking one of the dudes that's in on Jackass, mm-hmm. um, who thinks he's going to be doing the pranking. And then mm-hmm. part of the setup though too is like, oh yeah, they're going to put a fake beard on him, <laughs> so they give him this bag of hair, and he's attaching like it to himself. Pubes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly what the uh, dad in the opening look. That's what his beard looked like. Oh, it was really? So Damn, fake. dude. It was the fakest thing I've ever seen. That's why I'm like, how is there even $2 million in here? It looks like five minutes before, someone did shave their boobs, glued them to his face, all patchy. And they're like, all right, roll with it. <laughs> and it's like almost in like a five o'clock shadow way, but it's all curly and like separated. That's just an Irish thing, dude. <laughs> you just grow hey, beards differently. That's there. your people, man. It is my people. <laughs> And what what does that what does that mean? I don't know, man. I'm leaving that one alone. <laughs> All right, well, how, good. How about Let's close the, that like, book before it's even open? I wish they would have spent five more minutes, not only on the beard, but on the setup of like. So if she sneezes three times, <laughs> put a ring on it, bro. And no one says "God bless you." Then she's like his slave for life, marriage slave for life. But he tells the dad this and then shows him his own daughter after telling him the secret word is just to say, God bless you. Well, because, I mean, he, well, he didn't know, though. He didn't know that it was his daughter. Yeah, but the second he sees her, of course, he's going to say, bless you. Well, that's why he did it. But but that's why the dad, he was trying to be slick, though. And then Leprechaun caught slick? him with that. She's like, you're trying to trick a leprechaun, you fuckhead. That, that's you so dumb nut wildly insulting the leprechaun's intelligence for real no and that's dude that's what happens you get fucking force choked fucking <laughs> dropped done that's exactly what i think i wrote for that kill too force choke <laughs> word for word that's the sound effect i used force choke <laughs> plummet but like can we talk about how he never fucking does that ever again what fucking force chokes people and just breaks their neck ever maybe he was just so enraged he wasn't even trying to be clever i mean that will do that i mean that'll happen to you man it was that the cock block of the what would you call a thousand years not century of the millennium of the millennium yeah the the cuck of the millennium dude yeah got him 
I, re- I literally wrote here too. He curses the seed of William O'Day and will take his kin on his next thousandth, thousandth birthday and kills him with force choke. Roll credits. <laughs> the end. Clearly a force choke. I just I wish mean, they yeah, would. Yeah, no, it dead ass was though. I mean, shit. Because you got to think Star Wars is a long, long time ago. A thousand years is a long, long fucking time ago, Jordan. So, I mean, shit, maybe maybe we'll see in fucking Leprechaun 4. Maybe he dabs up Luke, Han, Leia, Vader. Would you say this movie would be scary if you were 10 years old? Uh, <laughs> the quality is pretty scary. Uh, yeah. Although I would I wouldn't be at that I wouldn't be at that age yet to really understand why the second movie sucks when I liked the first one so much. Do they so even I, attempt I don't to think be I scary at all? Being scary. No, not really. Which is unfortunate. I mean the first one kinda tries. That's my one I think complaint complaint with Leprechaun is I wish they would try a little bit harder to be scary. I get it's comedy. But what what do you think the prequel's trying to do, dude? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> There is a way like, to be no, scary. Notice there's a trend, dude. Anytime you ask for something, like, man, I want to see, like, you know, Leprechaun back in his heyday, back in his golden days. And there you go. You got the second movie showing a back, a fucking, a flashback. Almost said a back flash. Yeah, you see a flashback segment a thousand years ago. We want to learn more about the character of Leprechaun. Well, he's, he's a love interest. Damn, that's such a good... You could really do a YouTube Shorts YouTube channel voice there. Hey, man. What are we doing right now? Doing a fucking podcast, man. That's right. It's different. Different. I couldn't even... However, I digress. What were you going to say, Jordan? Well, I definitely wouldn't say this movie is scary when I'm 10 or now. Yeah. No, absolutely not. But I couldn't answer what the scare of this is. (laughs) Being an attractive girl. No, like the scare is fucking blue balling... Leprechaun. Leprechaun. But I would never do that, so I don't have to be scared. Well, yeah, no, no. I mean, like, yeah, realistically, you know, when you look at it, <clears throat> you see horror movies because you can relate to being like, oh, like, it, I, like I, I could potentially be in danger because this this killer could be coming after me, right? They, they, they kill indiscriminately. Like, they don't give a fuck. Which, and, actually, the first one does set up because it just happens to them. Yeah, well, well, the first one is like, um... The first one is uh, they're not caught in the crossfire, but they're just being dicks. Like they all they all had a reason to die, dude. But they just got stumbled upon. Like that means it could happen to anyone. Because like, oh, just I mean, yeah, no the the encounter itself, yeah, that could happen to anyone, no doubt about it, dude. This one sets Um, up like you have to be in the lineage of someone whose seed was cursed on Leprechaun's one thousandth birthday specifically. Nah, what are the nah. odds? Point zero 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 zero. He he attacks so many people though. He he attacks the old man. Nah, he attacks really. the waiter. Well, that's that's talking shit to him. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna talk shit to Leprechaun either. That's just that is true. Blatant. However, I mean, the old man. I mean, he he had gold. It wasn't Leprechaun's gold. Homeless dude. Oh, he didn't die though. He didn't die. No, he didn't die. But he was like fucking with them though, like just Leprechaun's still pretty fair in this movie. to who he kills, to an extent. I mean, what about that one fucking dude, the the guy that was hitting on uh, Bridget, Cody's friend? Yeah, but he's coming after his girl, dude. You don't come after Leprechaun's girl. 
And he was being kind of rapey about it. That is true. Okay. Yeah, Leprechaun wasn't wrong. I'm going to see if we go every every episode. I mean, I, I want to believe you, dude, but I, I definitely feel like, though, that this movie, uh, he was definitely, this was like one of his darkest movies. This is his <laughs> lowest lows. I mean, seriously, I mean, it, it's almost kind of like when you, when you have a man with nothing to lose, that is probably the most terrifying thing in human history. When you have a leprechaun with no fucking coochie to slam, <laughs> his, that is a terrifying thing. Her own dad cockboxed him, deserved it. Yeah, no, the, I mean, yeah, the debt, I mean, as fucking Leprechaun said himself, bro, trying to fool a Leprechaun. Now, here's the thing, though, here's the social commentary that this movie's introducing is all the social engineering we're subject to, because maybe that wasn't even intentional, maybe the dad really wasn't trying to cock block, and you're so used to hearing a sneeze and you say, bless you, that there's some... You know, there's a deeper underlying message. Progressive narrative, yeah. About no, absolutely, the Jordan. things that we do and experience that are like, that we just do without thinking because society tells us that's what we're supposed to do. I'm getting choked up here. Fucking... <clears throat> so, Jordan, you're so fucking right, dude. And I'll tell you what, actually... man. You know, Nazi Germany, 1944, I'll tell you what. They were, they were strong fellas, right? They were following orders, doing their thing. I mean, shit. Look at them now, man. Everyone's hating on people because they lost. I'll tell you what, dude. Hey, if they won, it would have been a different story. Just telling you that right now. This little I bit mean, you're doing is going to get us canceled before we even get off the ground. <laughs> I hope it's worth it, dude. Hey, 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 hey. I'm just, I'm just preaching what you're saying, dude. I, I thought we were on the same. I, dude, I thought we were on the same wavelength. Different What's things, going on man. here? Different. Social commentary. No, but like, <laughs> notice, though. Notice, though. Social engineering. The, the, yeah. oh, social engineering. We were engineered to hate Nazis, and but the really. Great engineers. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> We're simply the pipes and the fucking cog wheels being, you know, changed. Amen, brother. Intermingled. Amen. Bro, I mean, all I'm, hey, all I'm putting on the table, bro. What awakens it, Leprechaun this time? Thousand years, his birthday. Well, what, uh, no, it's that, it's that, that it's that fucking, guy. it's that uh, homeless guy drinking a 40. <laughs> and, and he's like, oh shit. Leprechaun comes fucking... out with a bottle. You know, he gra- or does no, he take it from him? He takes it from him. And he's like Canadian mixed like mixed whiskey or some shit like that. So here's the thing then. Did he just wake up and it happened to be like his thousandth birthday and it timed up perfectly? No. I, no, I, I, f- I firmly believe that uh Well no, I mean dude, the tagline says uh it's not luck this time. What, what's right. the tagline again for the movie? Yeah, this time luck has nothing to do with it. Yeah, this time luck has nothing to do with it. <laughs> he came out here on his own two feet because he was counting the fucking days, dude. Thousand years. Just on hibernating now? No. No, he was, dude, he's practicing his fucking art. I have a feeling he's in mean, that tree, is what they're trying to say. Or that's just his, like, portal. I don't know, man, because I'll be real. Uh, I could have, Jordan, I could have fucking sworn there was a Leprechaun movie, and it might be the third one, might be talking shit, but I could have sworn there was a movie that picked up right after the events of the first one, when he gets out of the well, or has that just never happened in the series? I don't even know, because I can't even remember the third one right now. Yeah, dude, because, like, 
fuck. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe that is the third one. Is it the third one then? Because I could have sworn I like. I don't know why they would really <clears throat> take the second movie and completely forget the whole finishing line of the first one, where he's like. Fuck you, uh, until I get my final piece of gold, like my soul shall forever remain unrested, which means he's coming back. But no, he's just trying to get laid. <laughs> but yeah, now now we find out, like my boy's out here trying to just get some pussy slams, and like, dude, <laughs> that's fine and shit, dude. Do what you need to do, but like, goddamn, does he really need to fuck like his homie's great 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 granddaughter? I mean, that's kind of taking a little bit too far, dude. That that that's kind of holding a grudge for a little bit. That's the thing <laughs> for a little bit too long, right? I mean, that's kind of impressive, though. That like you, he's been keeping tabs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got a list. He's checking. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. He's making sure he didn't miss nothing. Maybe that he smells it too. So he's been kind of lurking, dude. He knows what they smell like. He's probably been a part of the family, Uncle Lep. So maybe we can just assume that he's been busy this whole time, and then it's like boom, it's tracking like, him. Wait, now it's his thousandth, like, I got business to handle. Because that's technically ten generations, dude. He's probably living it up because he knows he's about to be married. You know, the old ball and chain. Yeah. So that next thousand, he's going hard. Yeah, for real, dude. And you know what? I feel like that's exactly what we're going to be exploring in the next ones. Because uh, I feel as if... Wait... Oh my god, wait, what the fuck? What? How does... Does Leprechaun die in this movie by just getting stabbed with, like, an iron, like, nail? Well, hold on. Or rod? Well, you want to talk about the ending or just that part? No, just that part. Because I'm trying to think, it, would, would Leprechaun 2 technically be the ending of the series? And then, because if you think about it, chronologically speaking... uh. 1,000 years ago, Leprechaun got cucked, killed the dad, cursed the bloodline. But then 600 years later, we get him rolling up in the house because someone took his gold, right? Yeah, but that wouldn't make any sense, though, because... It wouldn't. Well, no, 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 but hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. No, 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 wait, it could, it could, it could. That's a 400-year difference. Well, yeah, 400 years... The third movie takes place after the 600 years. 610 years, technically. Yeah, but I can't... There's there's no diff, There's no 400-year difference between the first and second one. Like, things would no, look no, no, a lot because different. They're, they're, oh, wait. Oh, shit, okay. Like, it just doesn't work. Like, I would love to throw that theory out, but you just can't. There's no way there's a... Fuck, you're right. Okay, wow, yeah, I didn't even take into account... Maybe if we didn't literally see any cars... Or modern clothing or something in the first one. I don't know. I almost feel like I'll have to wait till the third one, but I almost feel See, like... See, I had a fucking film theory going on in my head where I'm like, yeah, so every single movie that essentially takes place after the second one is technically a prequel of the second. You can't because this movie separated it so far. Like, this, I think this is essentially the movie you have to skip. I tried Leprechaun, I really did. This is really the movie they have to, like, completely disregard because of how ridiculous it is. Yeah. Like, why would you go like that? If you're really yeah, trying to know. set up a franchise, too, like, I don't get it. Why go that over the top? Yeah. Well, because, dude, you know what it is? Again, because I feel like what it is is that 
uh, Hollywood wasn't a fan of the anti-hero that Leprechaun was. It was just like it was just like Candyman, dude. They tried to demonize him. Well, no, they're just like, hey, listen, the first one was fantastic. You did a swell job. We need more kills. You need to turn this bitch into a slasher. But they barely even did more kills. Because you know one what? More, I'm pretty right? sure that director, he's like, guys, I gotta, I gotta keep. I have to, I have to keep this consistency, this this canonical fucking force. Robin you know, Thunder, I got to make sure that Leprechaun isn't becoming a slasher, dude. He just doesn't want to make horror movies with actual kills. Idle Hands, like, I guess I had a few. And you know what? He really likes that. I was going to say fan kills, but maybe, yeah, it is a fan that kind of kills. Oh, yeah, that kills Ian. Yeah, and in um, Idle Hands, the chick Idle that Hands, gets, like, hung. the girl. Yeah. Uh, dude, I mean, all I'm saying, man, is that they're trying to turn Leprechaun into a slasher when really, I can't. He's give just it trying that, to get though. his fucking gold piece, bro. They only did one more kill. They did well. That's because Hollywood. But you know what? That director, <laughs> all right, he buckled you know down what? and he's like, "Listen, bro. Is there listen, anything dude. about the build that we have to adjust for this one? About the killer build? About Lep's build? I kind of built like a bitch this movie, dude. <laughs> wow, dude, that's strong like word. nah, not. I didn't know yeah, we were nothing coming really because they they fucking, I mean they retconned the character, but like nah, dude, the fucking build's kind of the same. If anything, he's definitely using that fucking arcane magic of his. That sounds very redundant. Let me let me re say that. I basically said the magical magic. That arcane. He's using that magic illusion magic, bro. Casting. He's upcasting that fucking illusion. Decent cooldowns, too. Fucking insane, dude. Because, you know, in the last film, he had to fucking long rest to regen his fucking spells, his spell slots. But, like, this one, I, like, he must have been fucking dapping up with the fucking DM because, like, holy shit, dude. This guy's short rest cooldowns. Fucking ludicrous. What? Absolutely I, crazy. Did you mention, though, that, like, or part of his build? Like, he's got to be an illusionist, right? Yeah, Arcane Trickster. Okay, uh, Trickster, I mean, that's his whole thing for sure. Absolutely, it's on, it's on the nose, dude. Well, and, like, I'll tell you what, high DPS, like, you, you get, you know, up close with them, you're kind of fucked, man. Well... Notice how, does he ever physically, like, manhandle anybody other than Bridget? Does he, he doesn't kill anybody with his own two hands, does he? Oh, oh wait, no, he does. Um, Morty. Takes that pot of gold out of his gut. Yeah, but that's not with his hands. Well, speaking of hands, though, can we talk about his filthy little hands? Oh, let's talk about they him, got arthritis. Ooh, child. You got the arthritis real bad. Your little hands is all knotted up. You need you some good food in your stomach. That's what you need. Now go on and go wash up. Go on, go on and go wash them filthy little hands. And let some of that hot water run down over I'm not even sure that's the best way to introduce this segment, but hey, I just love that scene and that whole, every part about that. So, I mean, we do have to kind of talk about them filthy little hands because this kill count, like you just we, said earlier, Jordan, was fucking one more than the last film. And not good. Five, I mean. We, I yeah. think I we mean, mentioned all of them, too. You got the slave I mean, in the technically, opening. Force choked. You got... Yeah, force choke. Yeah, count them out. Okay, we got force choke. We got uh, 
fan time. We got uh, security guard. We have a waiter. the waiter. Oh, I might have said that order. Yeah, waiter, then security guard, Morty, and in quotes, Leprechaun. But really, I mean, your boy's coming back. So that. there's no... That's not a security guard. I thought that was a cop. No? No, he's like a... No, I think the whole joke of his character was that uh, he was uh, like a security officer, but he, he acts like he's a cop. The lame part is we don't even see that fan kill. I'm guessing because of budget. Yeah, I know, right? We just see like the aftermath and shit of like the body hung over the door, which is such a cheap jump scare that you don't even see the fucked up face. You just see a bunch of red paint on a puppet. The spray, like yeah. The fan no, no, no. I'm talking about uh, when you see his body get hung over the front door when Bridget tries to leave. Oh. And instead of just going under the body, she closes the door and locks it, and then looks at Leprechaun. Right. Yeah. All of these kills were just terrible. I mean, yeah. if you had to pick a favorite one. I think it'd probably have to be the fan. I mean, just only because, like, in theory, like, just, if you if we could see that technically play out, I think it's the most creative out of all of his other ones. Ugh. I mean, he, does he run, does he run over the, the, the security officer with yeah. the car? GTA style. GTA style? <laughs> There's a video. I mean, that, I also like that one, too. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess out of those two, though, um, I'd probably just say the fan only because, you know, we had a, some extensive research clips. So, uh, yeah, Jordan, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about you, though. What's your favorite kill, man? Only, I mean, we already talked about it, but only because it was the only one that was somewhat interesting or maybe just funny. Like if they're going the funny route, that was the Michael McDonald kill. But I could also be biased. Um, that was my favorite part of the whole movie honestly how does he kill him he like steams his face from like i don't know like a, oh yeah that's right i don't know what that is some kind of like yeah no because he's making him like uh was espresso. he making him coffee or like hot tea maybe it was tea and like he, he stabbed both of his hands oh shit you know what yeah actually fuck me I, I i take back i revoke what i just said yeah no i like that kill way better than the fucking off-screen fan kill. It at least tried to have some effects too, with like his face burning. Oh yeah, because that yeah that one seemed like it was the most budgeted kill in this. You ain't wrong. I'll tell you. Yeah. Can we talk about some of these effects? Wow. Oh dude, the opening of Morty's I mean, stomach. Oh jeez, lame. That was so bad. It looked like I don't even know what you call that. It looks so fake though. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even. It almost didn't even seem like they tried to make it look real. Yeah, it just looked like uh, like some canvas open to get the gold. Oh, I don't. That's, <laughs> how did he die? Like he filled him with gold. Do you like inseminate him and then he like birthed it? Well, yeah. Like, God, <laughs> he like filled his gut full of his fucking gold, and then uh, he basically got fat bastard. Did bastard, fat bastard. I mean, no coincidence there, dude. And like. He's wishing, because Morty's a fucking dipshit when he dies, wishes for a pot of gold, gets it in his gut, he cries about it, unlocks the safe. I don't even know how they know the combination to the safe. I forgot how they figured that out. But, like, whatever, right? So then he lets lets him free, and he's like, get it out of me. And he's like, all right, digs his filthy little fucking hands all up in his guts. 
You got up in your guts. Yeah. That was terrible. Dude, I... And you know what? I fully fucking remember. I think it is the third movie that takes place immediately after the first one because I remember Ozzy, spoiler alert, uh, he's like the first kill, and he gets his like guts ripped out because he wanted that one gold coin. Wow, dude. Save it for the third one. But... No, I'm just saying, I, I remember that being way more graphic and scary than fucking this one. There was one effect that I thought was, like, probably the grossest part, and, like, it worked. wish they would have done more of this. It was, like, the lick of her face when she's tied up. Oh, and the gross fucking slime. Yeah. The Nickelodeon gag. The gross slobber. He's got this nasty long tongue. I mean, it's very yeah. Freddy Krueger-ish. It's like a, like a serpent's tongue, right? It's, like, clipped in the tip. I didn't notice that. I just remember it being long. It was I thought gross. it was clipped. I don't know. I could be tripping, though. Yeah, but it was gross as fuck. Ugh, hated that. Yeah. My milky white gunk. I wish they would have done more stuff like that. Yeah, but you know what's kind of fucked up, though, too? And, like, I'm starting to hate this movie a little bit more and more. They deadass kind of make Leprechaun a rapist, dude. Oh, for sure. They they definitely, they, they give him that fucking 2010 reboot vibe before he can even get his second movie out. I just see so many parallels to Freddy Krueger, honestly, the more we talk about it, just because, like, even, not only just that part, but, like, yeah, like kind a of trickster the, yeah, playing with his prey. Making the jokes during it and stuff, but. Yeah, it's just, God, this movie really does do damage to the Leprechaun IP, man. It really does. We'll be recovering from this for. The rest of the probably series. I mean, I'll tell you what, though, man. Once we hit four, all good things will just keep getting better. I will say Leprechaun getting blown to chunks was like, it's not some amazing, like, how do they do that effect? But it was at least decent, like, held up, like, when he just blows apart. Yeah. Because um, pretty much besides that, maybe the tongue, these these effects, like, HD has been so unkind to them. And I think these effects look <laughs> terrible in 94, honestly. Yeah, dude. I mean, another, one effect I actually did like, and I'm pretty sure it was practical, was um, having those electric sparks whenever uh, Warwick Davis touched the inside of the walls of the safe. Oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, it was weird, because I actually kind of did wonder, like, oh, I wonder how they did that shit. Uh, it was really cool. I, I liked it, because it wasn't, like, uh, in post. It was, like, actually practical. Like, if he got his hands too close? Well, like, he would touch it, and then, like, it would shoot out sparks. So I don't know if there's somebody on the outside. Gosh. Like, kind of... There's so much I want to talk about, about spark. all this stuff we're talking about, about how it even oh, works. Yeah. But uh-huh. I will, let's let's finish these tidbits, and then we'll get into all the uh, yeah. issues. Yeah. Okay. So this is actually the only Leprechaun film to take place on St. Patrick's Day. I don't know if we mentioned that. Oh, shit. No, we did not. There's... But- a weird fact. I don't know how true this is, but it says it has an alternate movie title, One Wedding and Lots of Funerals. Yeah, what, five? I don't even know how crazy, yeah, right? Um, It was in production for less than six months total. Wasn't that similar to the first one? Maybe, but... I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was that short. Well, he said he had been writing the story for a long time and working on the actual character for a long time. Mm-hmm. My thing is, like, okay, it was a success, and they're probably, like, awesome. I don't know why, especially during this time, they always felt like, okay, we got to get that Leprechaun 2 out so fast. 
Fast. Yeah, I know, right? Because it's like, well, they're probably scared. They're like, yeah, dude, people are gonna forget about Leprechaun. I guess because like there's no internet, you don't have you don't have a way to keep people like updated. So, like they have to turn yeah. it off so fast. It even happens to Scream a few years later. Like happened to Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, all of them, like Friday Thirteenth. Like they have to turn it around so fast if that first one is successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, dude. I I really just feel like it's Hollywood just trying to cash on in with like a success like a successful IP at the end of the day. Yeah. And the first one was so low budget that they're like, oh, we could basically Yeah, that they were like, wow, we really made a lot of money off of this and they're like, fuck it, increase the budget, double the sales. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. Te- I mean, technically, I mean, that's what they were going for. And it's just it's so weird how I think honestly what what do you think out of most Horror series like Friday Thirteen, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, Halloween. Out of all those series, what do you think actually had like the most returns on each Scream continuation? Two. What's up? Scream Two for sure. Scream, Scream. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I was thinking like Friday Thirteenth. I feel like it definitely made a lot of money. Like I feel like Friday Thirteenth was like the Call of Duty of horror. Uh, not all of them did that well. Oh, I oh I know, but like just like Call of Duty though, they pump it out like so often that just oh, people yeah. get it because it's the new one. Yeah, that was like Saw in the like two thousand. Oh yeah, you're right. Saw, fuck, I almost forgot about right how now. Consistent they were. With. It's all those Conjuring branch offs. I mean, how many yeah, do they for real? Have, honestly, and I feel and I feel bad saying this, but I don't care about like the Conjuring ever since the, I don't like know the who first does. and second one were like. I really don't know who does. I think it's just maybe that teeny bopper, or whatever. Like they can just pump him out because you got the mm-hmm. the Annabelle side quest. You got the there's so <laughs> side many quests. Yeah, you got the, the expansion nun. pack with the prequel chapters and shit like there's that. So many now. Ugh, it's crazy. Who's watching this shit? I know, right? So I mean, shit. People are probably saying the same thing for Leprechaun. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, they did fit a lot in up to like whatever that was. Two thousand three was the second Back to the Hood, and so that's in ten years they fit like six, maybe. Yeah, death, yeah. Um, so this is interesting for like even more blows my mind. I'm guessing it's money related. You had Denise Richards. Speaking of Tammy and the T Rex, um, she was a major contender for the role of Bridget. Huh. Also. Speaking of Freddy, Heather Langenkamp was offered the role of Bridget. Really? Yeah. Which I huh. definitely would have liked a lot more. That's, dude, if yeah, if she was in this, holy fuck, I would see this movie almost completely differently than Honestly, I do now. Honestly, they should have just for the, like, I guess you say star power, star power, just the horror tie-in, like, that would have been mm-hmm. a really smart move, but maybe she was expensive. Because I feel like you could have definitely made the acting way better, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, people have big issues with her acting, especially like the first Nightmare. But Yeah. But I mean, at that point though, she's already kind of what's it called? She's got like a couple Yeah, this is right around. In, so she's kind of in it right now in her prime sort of speak. This probably would have been filming during a uh, new Nightmare. So maybe that's why she couldn't because of new Nightmare. Mm, uh yeah. That's probably exactly actually. So there's some interesting Fuck, stuff. Dude. I'm going to try to read these, but I haven't really gone through them but there's some different facts about this so mm-hmm. one of the discarded drafts focused on how the leprechaun would seek revenge on Tori Redding aka that's Jennifer Aniston 
Uh, yeah, Jennifer Aniston's tricking her into marrying him. Jennifer Aniston was offered $25,000, but she refused to retake her character because she was focused on friends. <laughs> friends? <sighs> yeah. Oh, that's such a shame. Dude. That would be great, though. though. Huh? $25,000. I mean, yeah, that's nothing. That's but... nothing. Yeah, Come I on. mean, they tried that. That I mean, just at least... proves, I really think they were just, if they were offering Jennifer Aniston $25,000, think of what they were offering these other positions that they casted. They must have given them peanuts to be in this movie. <laughs> They're just part of the fucking film crew. Like, just dead ass, they were a part of, like, So where's the that crew $2 million coming gather. from? Locations, maybe. The few yeah, I couldn't tell you other than that. Um, the German VHS copy of Fatal Past includes a rare trailer of Leprechaun 2 that shows scenes that weren't in the final film, including a scene where Bridget is smiling and looking at Ian and telling him she has a boyfriend and doesn't want to make a mistake. Another shot at the racetrack mm. where the Leprechaun uses his magic to let Bridget win a race she was losing. And scenes with Egan and Cody drinking at the bar instead of Morty. And another character taking Bridget home and being shoved aside as he tries to kiss her with the leprechaun watching angry from a tree. <laughs> These were all in that trailer, too. It's insane, dude. I mean, I always found that weird uh, when trailers have a lot of cut content. Because then it's like almost like to a certain extent you're falsely advertising. Yeah, I feel like it happened more back then too, or maybe I'm wrong in that. But no, no, it sounds about right. I know what you're talking about. A lot of um, a lot of funny country movies, uh, when like porting over their movies, definitely like include additional scenes that like just lost through translation that they just spliced together for their own trailers that they make, probably. Well, the cool part is being in this time, though, with all the re-releases and stuff, a lot of that stuff is mm. coming out. Like, they're finding it on, like, old film strips and stuff and, like, releasing it with oh, wow. special film editions. strips. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. I know they did it with Friday the 13th and stuff. Like, here's all these deleted oh, scenes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They throw them in a bonus content. That's awesome. That's that's dope, yeah. So, originally, it was planned to film Leprechaun 2 and Leprechaun 3 back-to-back with Bridget, Oof. Cody, Ian. No, no, no. And who's Mandy? Mandy? Returning for part three. I don't even know. <coughs> Would Mandy be a character from... Or is that Andy? Is it? I, I don't know. I don't even know who Andy is, though. Me neither. <laughs> um, yeah, what the fuck? Obviously, that, that's just a the studio content character. They uh, scrapped this idea to film Leprechaun 3 immediately afterward and resulting in most of the Leprechaun 2 footage being scrapped and rewritten before reshoots. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Just feels so fucking quick. It does. I'm like, did they even Hasteful. take any like, multiple shots or like multiple takes? <laughs> and especially like doing this in six months, too, when you have to fucking cut most of your shit out, dude. So here's another thing. This is long, so yeah. I haven't even proofread this. But the title, I'm guessing they're talking about the third one, is the title of the treatment was Trial of the Leprechaun. Oh, shit. And yes, and it picked it right. It picked off right where Bride of Leprechaun, which was supposed to be the second one, ended second one. with Bridget and Cody outside the Leprechaun's lair after he exploded. Just after they leave and make plans to get food, the police arrive and arrest Cody for the murders of all the people Leprechaun killed. 
Candyman. Yeah. Bridget tries to tell the tr- police the truth, but they don't believe her. Bridget starts working together with Mandy to look for a lawyer to represent Cody, but fails miserably. They end up forced to go to trial with a public defender, and the case goes sideways when Ian appears alive as a star witness. Oh, Mandy is the tourist. Because I was going to talk oh. about this, too. Mandy and Ian, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. Oh, no, is Ian the guy that dies? Yeah, Ian's the guy that dies. Okay, maybe that. There's some characters that were supposed to be, like, bigger. Um, mm-hmm. I'll get back to that. So, yeah, Bridget yeah. starts working with with Mandy, and they start looking for that public defender. It goes wrong. Ian appears alive as a start witness, claiming to have watched Cody kill the victim. Bridget goes to a shaman who helps teach her a spell which weakens and forces the supernatural to reveal themselves. The next day in court, Bridget performs a spell, and the leprechaun spirit is forced out of Ian's body and then takes over Officer Murphy, Lyle's father who wants Cody dead, using his pistol to kill many people, but failing to kill Cody who escapes with Bridget. Ian wakes up in the courtroom having his memories altered by the leprechaun into believing Cody was responsible for everything. Ian and a bunch of his jock friends go looking for Cody and Bridget, who went to visit the shaman, who reveals that the way to kill Leprechaun is to force his spirit to flee multiple times. The Leprechaun, as Murphy shows up and shoots the shaman, he gets into a fight with Cody, but is beaten. Just as Cody's about to escape, he's caught by Ian, who starts to beat him up until Bridget convinces him he is being fooled. The Leprechaun is then forced out of Murphy's body after Ian shoots him dead and jumps into Cody. He struggles for control as the leprechaun forces his body to murder Ian's friends. Cody stops the leprechaun and tells Bridget how weak the leprechaun is and how if she says the spell one last time, he'll be dead for sure. He loses control just as the leprechaun starts to use use him to strangle Ian. Bridget finishes the spell and saves Ian, but the leprechaun manages to drag Cody to hell with him. Bridget breaks down as Ian consoles her. The final scene is Cody making a deal with the Leprechaun to escape hell and make it back to Earth. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? Whoa, dude. Holy fuck. What did I just read? That is fucking insane, dude. In the worst, best possible way. Like, this could have been legendary bad movie status. That would have been fucking, like, deep. wow. And this like, I don't think before. I've ever had this mixed feeling of that sounded like such utter shit, but that sounded so fucking awesome. Especially that, like, Jason goes to hell aspect, but... Yeah, right? Way before <laughs> it. Just about to fucking say that shit. I wonder, maybe this is an episode to talk about it, but, like, no, it probably isn't. But just this whole, like, with that drag going to hell, Leprechaun going to hell, Leprechaun going to space, Jason going to hell, going to space, mm-hmm. which were after this. I would only assume, maybe. Uh, was it... Uh, Friday the 13th, part 7, that was Jason Goes to Hell, or was that part 8? I think it's part 9, actually. Oh, is it part 9? Okay. Yeah. I can't remember what yeah, game go, that was. I gotta look it up. Yeah, let me go check real quick. I want to say 99, but that's way too late. 93. Oh, so it's actually before this. So. Oh, wait, wow. what? So they're totally trying to do. Oh, fuck. Pioneers of their time, and you know dude. what? I was going to say hmm. Leprechaun beat jason to space because he did in terms of when the movies were released but yeah. jason x i'm pretty sure got like mad delayed and stuff like it was supposed to release mm-hmm. in the 90s too so the script is probably already written way before the movie came out for leprechaun but then damn that is crazy though yeah i want to see leprechaun Fuck. goes to hell though 
and not that's the way. That's so fucking bizarre, though, like thematically. Dude, think about it. That What we just read, I don't know if you've seen Jace Goes to Hell, it's exactly the same thing where he's hopping between Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Bodies. That's the same plot, you know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> like, they were just going to straight rip it off a year after? Mm-hmm. Or like the I same mean, year? Technically, what the hell? And this is all Leprechaun Three, right? Um, so I mean, you got to think though that Leprechaun Two was probably written in like what ninety two, ninety three, like it was ninety three because this movie came out like within yeah, a like year. six months after it was written, right? Yeah. But you got to think though that they were making this decision in ninety four, like writing, and then you said Jason goes to hell was in what ninety three, three. So then I yeah, guess. I and mean, that's when it came very, out. Very, very close. So it's like someone went, watched Jason Goes to Hell, and was like, I got it, and wrote down. Guys, <laughs> because we have to do this. It even does the thing where basically Leprechaun isn't showing up for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. It did the exact same thing where like there's this whole trial, and then they have to like they have to basically like conjure him out, and he's there just for the ending and jumps mm-hmm. between people. Like, what the hell? I want to see Jason yeah. Goes, I want to see Leprechaun Goes to Hell. The actual goes to hell, not like the way Friday the 13th did it where they're jumping in bodies. No, I want Leprechaun in hell. like Yeah, in hell, trying to get out and shit. Yes. Do uh, fucking, what's it called? What is that? A Dante's Inferno. Yes. But like in reverse, trying to get out of hell instead of going down deeper. And the devil's like, oh, actually, like, I need you. Like, right-hand man status. But like, imagine though, dude, Leprechaun fooling the fuck, clowning out Satan. Gosh, that's the movie we need. For real. That's the kind of ridiculous stuff where we're so far past all this now that, like, they should mm-hmm. be making crazy movies with this IP like that. That's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, What else we got? That's a fucking crazy tidbit, dude. Crazy. I mean, got anything to top that? So, just on that same line, <laughs> uh, I guess that Ian was, like, a major part of it, too. Uh, yeah. There's like a whole subplot where it's a, there actually is like a love triangle between Bridget Cody and Ian, and mm-hmm. he was like a main character who appeared in scenes because obviously he's a big part in the fourth one, or the proposed third one. I mean, yeah. Um, after Cody dropped Bridget off at the go kart place, there was dialogue mentioning how Ian and Bridget had dated in the past until he cheated on her and she broke up with him, with Ian bullying Cody at the time. Scenes at the go kart track included Bridget hanging out with her friend Mandy. There's Mandy. And another yeah. friend of Ian's named Lyle trying really hard to flirt with Bridget. Lyle was Cody's best friend who ditched him for Ian's clique in high school and helped Ian bully Cody. Lyle took Bridget home and Fuck. after attempting to kiss her, gets lured into a wood chipper by a nude illusion of Bridget. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian was set to appear at Cody's apartment to know where Bridget was and why his friend Lyle was found dead. After Cody convinced Ian of the leprechaun with the gold coin, <laughs> he decided to help him. But he secretly wants her for himself and later tried to push Cody in front of the go-kart the leprechaun is driving. He is oh, shit. later fooled by an illusion of Bridget in the leprechaun's lair in the final act of the film, giving her what he believed was the real coin, which he stole from Cody, but Cody actually gave him the false one, and Ian is killed by a leprechaun. It's so Damn. stupid. Crazy fucking mind tricks, though, dude. It makes sense that they had this really dumb subplot that went way too deep. They took that out. And they just killed it off. And now it just basically has nothing. <laughs> it almost makes you appreciate that fan kill then, dude. I guess. Wood chipper, though? Oh, that sounds way more brutal, but... 
Let's see what else. Nothing else big. You got the one of us chant when the little people yeah. sing while at the bar is a tribute to a scene from Todd Browning's movie Freaks from 1932. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Jennifer Aniston refused to return, Trimark Pictures decided not to scrap the leprechaun plot in search of a wife as they considered it a profitable premise for the teenage public. I think they were wrong in that one. Teenage bro? What the fuck? Yeah, no. That's um, that's a hot take. <laughs> I like this. It starts off with, reportedly, Siobhan Durkin used a body double for her topless scene. Like, oh, you need really? a reportedly. Like, that was so obvious. It's a completely different person. Yeah. <laughs> and you never see the face or below the face in the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so obvious. Like, I guess reportedly. Um, no, it's 100%. It's pretty fucking crystal clear that's not her. In the shot of Cody and Morty sitting at the table, you can clearly see a movie poster on the wall behind them reading Part 2, The Body Count Continues, which is a mm. poster for Friday the 13th Part 2, although the top half is hidden, and it's obviously a reference since this is the horror movie sequel, The Body Count Continues, barely. <laughs> and clearly, they're just trying to rip off Friday the 13th. Unless they're fucking counting that like accumulative shit. Like, as a timeline, like, how many kills have there been in this entire series? Then I, I mean, I guess you're right, but... Well, it does. Well, the body mm. count does continue, but also it, uh, it's higher by one in this movie. Yeah, so nothing really crazy by any marginal means. Uh, we did mention that Clint Howard, uh, well, Cody advises Clint Howard's character, the tourist, to get some ice cream if he's too scared, and then in 95... One year later, he's the main star of Ice Cream Man. Oh, shit. Um, This is super important. The guard dog Andretti is a reference to race car driver Mario Andretti. Cool. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Really, dude? Are we getting any Red Rockets, though, about them doggies? (laughs) Nothing like that. But same director, so maybe there was. We got to go back and watch. Get the red rocket. Shout cap. out to that dog dick, dude. Hey, shout out. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. Um, Idle hands. The one thing about the reshoot that seems good is that um, it reduced Ian's role to two scenes, which is fine, and it gave Morty do- more to do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I feel like if we had way more Cody, this would be a 100% snooze rather than like that 80% snooze. Yeah, and I could care less about that Ian glad they cut out all oh, that. Oh, character, yeah. And Lyle and Mandy were cut out completely good. All right. We got to get to what's... This is a long one, but the most important part, right. honestly, is talking about... I'm going to try to do it. Hold up. You find me laughable? Or? How wonderfully amusing. Ooh, fucking nailed it, dude. Thought I was in Leprechaun fucking two. Four, son. That's where it's from. Oh, shit. You as a monster. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I really don't want to be rude, but I had no idea. I mean, how very droll you are. How wonderfully amusing. You find me laughable? Only slightly, dear boy, only slightly. Okay, so where to begin? You want to start off? 
Dude. So, like, let's combine. I mean, we already kind of were talking about it. Can we just through what's it called? Segment two. Can we just petition real quick to just combine all, all of it the plot holes, continuity, and new lore and ending? Cause As one. Yeah, in this part, because they're, they're all going to probably mesh, to be honest. Oh, dude. Yeah, 100%. Well, because, like, dude, I honestly, Jordan, I can just rapid fire really for you if you want. Go ahead. <clears throat> Bro. Changed motives. He's way more aggressive for no reason. Fucking up other people because they got gold. But that ain't his gold. New pot of gold for whatever fucking reason. He's got fucking charms, jewels now. He's got fucking necklaces. What happened to the fucking coins? What The 100 coins, the 100% power, that's fucking gone out of the water. Secondly, he's only at 99% full fucking power throughout the rest of the film after the 2,000 years have passed already. And we don't see him do anything other than just fucking change his voice. He has a voice modulator. He can make a fucking fan turn into a woman. And that's about it. Of his powers, that's the far that's the most of his extent he'll ever do, for whatever fucking reason. You know, <clears throat> Cody. I I just want to say in general, um, everything about Morty and Cody is just extremely bizarre. Where it seems like they're cash peddlers. And they're struggling for money. However, I mean, I guess we're supposed to believe that Cody goes to school or that they're 15 or teenagers or some shit like that. But you literally see him like, you know, peddling for cash out in the streets, never going to fucking school ever. He has this fucking caretaker that, as far as we know, is just, yeah, his parents died three years ago for no reason, which is fine, I suppose. Don't need to explain that. Which is why he needs a legal guardian. And why he gets arrested or like pulled over for not? It's they specifically said a learner's permit, so he can't be driving yeah. without someone, which makes him like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dumb. Either that, or he's just super late to the game. And if we are saying fair, they're fifteen I, I or sixteen, then why are they showing a girl topless? That's supposed to be a fifteen or sixteen year old. Silence. Hollywood, dude. <laughs> exactly. Silence. Yeah. Wait, did Victor Salva direct this? Shit, maybe, dude. You got any uh, okay, more plot contrivances here? Well, that was one. Um, okay, so does here's a more of a question: Does Leprechaun actually grant wishes, or was he just messing with Morty? Because this is important to the lore now. This is important to the lore because I saw it as monkey's palm, monkey's palm, where if you're not specific with your wish. You know, you'll face deeper repercussions. But was he required to grant him wishes, or was he like, "All right, you want your wishes, dude"? And then he did that, knowing it would be a monkey's paw. But he doesn't actually grant wishes like a grant genie, wishes. like he's required to. But here's the thing, dude. Yeah, that I mean, I feel like yes, he grants wishes when he's captured. Is this new? Absolutely, this is introducing new lore. However, are they going to continue it? No, they're not, because they're disregarding this movie. Thank God. So this this movie, I guess, is technically not canon. No. By by the theatrical means. Uh, the only the only thing that is consistent though is that the O'Brady family, the O'Brady, uh, the actual man, Mister O'Brady, that captured it was O'Day uh, Leprechaun ten years ago. What's up? It's O'Day in this one. No, I'm saying in the first one. Okay. 
Yeah, O'Brady. It, it was O'Brady, right? I think so. Or O'Grady. Yeah. When when he when he captured Leprechaun, that's when Leprechaun showed him his gold and gave it to him. Oh, that's why, because he was captured. But they kind of this movie does a lot of retconning for no reason. So we didn't see him capture it, him, did we? In the first, no, one? we did not. No, we we just he said that he captured he found a Leprechaun, captured it, and I told him to show me his gold, which I guess could be a wish that he granted. But he has two more wishes. So here's the thing then. But doesn't that wrought iron, it doesn't reduce yeah, his powers? Yeah, it cancels out his powers. So then how is he able to do a wish? But then we asked the leprechaun to, you know, like get, escape the vault. He's like, I can't. You got to open it. Right. But he can transport all of his gold into his own stomach his- except for that one piece. What? Because remember, Cody still has the other piece. So he's able to transfer all... All of his gold into that dude's. Well, song. you know what? You know what? I think to some. I mean, th- I am giving the movie out. way too much credit, bro. But it's probably the pot itself that he controls. Oh, you're off your fucking gourd. What the fuck are you? <laughs> You've really lost it now. What do you mean, dude? No, that makes sense. Because if he could fucking just teleport his gold anywhere, then this movie has no purpose. Any of the Leprechaun movies don't have any purpose. However. But just was well, wait. So does he have powers or does the pot? He has powers, but he only controls the pot. His gold is like a. It's, it, it's kind of like uh, his life force. It, you know, powers in the blood, powers in the gold. Although the pot is the vessel for his gold. Yet I just fucking realized that when Leprechaun gets his gold in the first movie, doesn't he just like make it disappear, vanish into like his like safe or whatever? Basically absorbing the gold. So the fuck well, can he not just. Take. Here's the thing, though. Remember, this is one of the dumbest parts. He can't steal or kill Cody if he has a piece of gold. It can only be given to him. Yeah. That is so dumb. What is the point of even trying to track him down then? I mean, Leprechaun's literally killed for less. Yeah. If all he could do is ask for it, that doesn't even make any sense. How could there even be a movie? Well, I, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to establish that, yeah, protagonist rules apply that you cannot kill, harm, or physically maim the main character in any way, shape, or form. You have to ask him for it. And you can't steal it. If he refuses. Yeah, you can't steal it either. <laughs> That's going to be hard to make sequels after you establish that rule. But, I mean, hey, dude, like, we we did get a saving grace, though. They fucking canceled this second movie. This movie, Thank not God. even canon. It's off the books. Thank God. Okay, I'll give you some Thank more. Thank God. Uh, so to be fair, all the all these you know tropes and plot holes that we have here, Jordan, they're technically not canon anymore. Okay. So we don't have to fret too hard. I got more. However, Leprechaun isn't a magical being completely because he clearly has a dad, unless he's talking about Satan or something. He was birthed because Bridget stabs him with something, and he goes. Something broke on it or whatever. He got all pissed. Yeah, he's like, that was my favorite tool. He said, like, Mida gave that to me. Mida. That's how they say Did dad. Did he say that? That's how they say dad in Ireland. I thought I thought he said that was like... Mida. My dog. Like my dog. Like that was his like tool. His like... I thought he was saying me dad. Like Mida gave that to me. Yeah, he said Mida gave it to <laughs> Stop sure. making me say um, I mean, I guess then canonically, yeah... He does have a father out there. He was I mean, birth. Where's mama left? 
Okay, so also, <laughs> yeah, Mamalev, yeah, she she's way gone, dude. She passed. He's also far before the events of either movies. He possesses a skeleton, which is a terrible. It looks like you and me are shooting a, mo- <laughs> shooting a movie on my iPhone, and you're like wiggling the arms <laughs> and going. Woo! Like I got an iPhone four, and I'm trying to record you. Yeah, got that low frame rate. Me with the Halloween skeleton going. Woo! <laughs> um, what the fuck? So. He's controlling the skeleton, right? Because he's like behind him, like watching the skeleton fight with Cody. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. do your thing because I'm controlling it. But then he goes, he says, get the gold or something. The skeleton replies, I'm trying, master. <laughs> <laughs> so is the skeleton its own thing? Is own, like, what would you call yeah, it? Yeah, dude, it's like his... Uh... No. How do how do how do I want to say this? No, no. It's like his, um, his thrall. Well, you're the authority on this. If someone, whatever you call him, conjurer, whatever, were to bring yeah. something for raise something from the dead like that, a yeah, skeleton, yeah. would he be conversing with it? Um, that depends on the level of necromancy, dude. That <laughs> that really, and I'll be real. No, what are I'm, we I'm talking? You didn't Jordan. call him a necromancer. What? You never said he was a necromancer. So what level are we talking here? But that's the thing, though. Can leprechauns do necromancy? Because uh, did you see the movie? <laughs> or, Wait, like, or was that? Think about it like this, dude. Think about it like this, though. Did you get David Blaine? Me? Did you get Chris Angel? <laughs> did you maybe? Did you think like maybe that was an illusion? Oh, of raising the dead because he's that he's that like literally a tier trickster. But he's so committed to like the bit that. He like has like a call and response with them, like they they talk to each other. Getting some heavy ass deja vu right now, Jordan. I don't know fucking why, but yeah, this is like the third. No, definitely, episode. he's rehearsed it before. Okay, so and they have like, a routine. Then. Well, he's, he's like, uh, what's that called? Like, a, like imagine, yeah, routine. You got when it. You have the ventriloquist kind of the deal. Oh, a little bit, a little bit like that. I, I think what it is is like what he does is like he pulls up an MP4 <laughs> and like projects it onto the retina. So what they see is actually just a video, like a pre-rendered cutscene, right? And they're ba- they're basically fighting this fucking pre-rendered cutscene, and then Leprechaun he's just kind of like VAing, he's voice acting in the cutscene to make it seem real. Wow, that's wow. Okay, you're so, giving I mean, them there a lot. There's your there's your lore master dump there for you. I mean, we're not talking about the most franchise altering and I'm so glad you're saying this is a canon because the most fucked up lore they introduce and it's super quick but it just throws the whole lore down the toilet um Cody and Bridget knock off his hat in the end did you happen to see that oh knock off his hat yeah yeah they had they did him so dirty he has hair all around the side long hair long leprechaun hair and completely bald on top if I mean, that's not proof that this director hates Leprechaun, I don't know what it is, man. Gave him the worst cut in all of history. What would you even call that? But <laughs> he goes to Barber. I, I want know, the bald I on mean, top, shit, long just, on the just... sides. <laughs> yeah, I want to look like a monk on the top, and then give me a Tarzan around the. Cut. I mean, bro, he's got back. the years of experience. So I mean, shit. That, was, that broke my heart. They did him so dirty. I mean, 
you don't even care. That didn't fuck you up. It's kind. It's kind of. I mean, dude. I'll be real though. I mean, that that's real though, Jordan. That happens to men, dude. And that happens to a leprechaun. Actually, that does make it more relatable. It does make it more relatable. No, because he's a very humanizing character, dude. <laughs> like again, that he's the antihero. We're supposed to feel for him. So when you see that, yeah, it's disheartening. You're like, fuck. What the fuck? Like, why? How could this happen to you? And you're like. But then you got to take him in it. Yeah, self-reflect. You're like, you know what? He's just like us. That's true. But is he though? He's like a mini me, some, man. Some people you do I have like to, to consider put on myself an anti-hero. Yeah, <laughs> I impregnate men with gold. I'm the pod. anti-hero of my own life. Yeah, it's the Sigma male grind set, dude. Um, what about? Okay, just one last question, and then I'll be done. I promise. Yeah. No, that's all good, dude. Keep asking. Okay, so is he? collecting gold i know we tried to do this in the first one but we're back on this and we finally decided no he's protecting his 100 gold boy in this movie he's collecting he's collecting right out the gates right he steals a See, gold tooth is, he goes from being like an alpha wolf pack leader right protecting his his kin to greedy to becoming the sigma male where he's grinding yeah but that's not why we fell in love with leprechaun Oh, n- not at all. Yeah, you're absolutely. I'm not, yeah, no, I'm not saying that gives him a better care. That doesn't give him better character qualities. I'm saying we we this is like a different leprechaun altogether. I I find this like AU. You know, this is alternative universe. Yeah, because now he's leprechaun. just hoarding. He's yeah. He took a gold tooth from a homeless man. That's what like an, a gold addict he is. Yeah, if, if anything, Jordan, uh, what we see here is like dark side. Leprechaun. Uh, alternate dimension, kind of? Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, you know, like, um, Bizarro from DC? Right. Yeah, no, he, that is the Bizarro of Leprechaun, dude. Where he's actually greedy and, like... Where he's actually greedy, piece of shit, not relatable, he's balding. Right. Yeah, I can Cra- see that. Just crazy, ugly... He's two thousand years old. He and, and you know what that the, what we see, Jordan, is that two thousand ten reboot. That is two thousand ten reboot Leprechaun. Um. Uh, okay. Because he's a that. fucking pedophile. <laughs> he's a he's a sexual harasser. I'm not even fucking with you. No, like, you're on right. both levels. Right. There, Go I'm gonna off. keep it real, Go dude. On, King. Yeah, and like you got your boy. He's greedy, thirsty for the gold, thirsty for fucking pussy. Like mm-hmm. th- this dude won't stop. Like, he literally killed 15-year-old children. Yeah, Leprechaun wasn't thirsty in the first one. Yeah, he wasn't thirsty at all. Well, I mean, he was getting down with it. but He's like, just fuck, standing we, his we ground. He, he was just working with his guy. He's like, damn, all right. Show you what I got, babe. He's more flirtatious. <laughs> That's true. But in this one, he's full-on freak. He's barely dude. rhyming in this one, too. It's yeah, he has no bars. no bars. No bars. No bars. <laughs> This was like he woke up at like 5 a.m. for a radio interview and asked him to spit a quick 16 bars, and he was just like barely waking up. So his just his Dude, rhymes were wild. First movie, we had 8 Mile. This movie, we got fucking like... <laughs> this This movie's Lil B. Like, <laughs> there probably might be some talent there, but he's not using it because he's trying to be in on the joke. And we're just not... A little a bit, Maybe. I mean, we'll never know, dude. I mean, unless we one day uh, interview Warwick Davis, ultimately, I mean, we'll never know the true motivation for why he just wasn't spitting in this one. Um. <laughs> yeah. Any any, I, uh, any any concluding thoughts for you, Jordan? 
I held my tongue on something I'll say. Maybe I'll save it for another episode. Uh, I, I, can I give you one more thing before we finish? Dude, spit. What my pitch is. All right. would have made it better. I got I to come closer. Yeah, readjust my mic. What's up? Let's redo this. Make okay. it more modern. New school spin. What the, You can speak to this. What you Gen Z kids like. Where on his next 1,000th yeah. birthday... There's yeah. no woman O'Day kin because you can't plan for that. It just so happens on a thousandth birthday that kin has a woman, but it's a gay guy, and especially if they're in L.A., and that's supposed to be his bride, or a straight dude that he has to convince to be gay, and he's so he's got to grapple with the, uh, <laughs> you know, like I appreciate your grind. And I like it. I like the plot. However, can I can I say that's a modern? That's Gen Z man. Speak to it. That's all you man. Well, bro, he can he can be slamming in that milf pussy though. Why? Cause like like I mean I guess because it doesn't explicitly say the most recent of kin, just on his thousand uh, like on his thousandth birthday he has to just slam the kin of that bloodline, right? Yeah, but so he mentioned the mom kids, of the gay so dude. they have to be able to bear children. Yeah, because remember, and that's, no, that's, that's another nothing lore. against you know. They say he's trying to have kids. Of, yeah, Leprechaun's trying. I mean, shit. But you could easily say they can adopt, and yeah, that's true. But like, bro, he wants, he you wants know, his own. Half-breed? It's just a general preference. I mean, he's an old soul, Jordan. He wants some. So you know what? What I really feel like that pitch can do is we can take a spin around. And you haven't, you haven't seen Logan yet, right? I have not. You have not. Yeah, dude. We really need to take Leprechaun in a Logan approach, where like he's an old soul, he's an old man. Like he's pretty much at like he's past the peak of his life, where he's just basically coming to terms with. You know everything he's done. He's like retired. He's off the gold. And but now like, he has this to marry new gen dude, comes in, and he has to come to terms. Yeah, now he now now he's like, bro, I want to settle down with a nice man who can support me. I'm tired of supporting no, all tired. these unfaithful women. He just wants to accomplish his task. Finally, get married, and he realizes his only option at this point is the it's his thousandth, his next thousandth birthday, and there's no female kin. And I'll, and I'll tell you what, though, dude, and here's the fucked up thing is that uh, throughout his adventures and shit, uh, he leaves a little bit of his DNA, if you know what I mean. Nope. Uh, a little bit of his DNA out. Uh, government gets a hold of that shit, so then they make a clone of him. Oh. Right? And it, but it's like in his, in his fucking prime, dude. Wow. So you got this leprechaun that's about like 4,000 to 3,000 years old, right? Wait, is that what but Logan Then you have is? this new young blood leprechaun that's like just like him, dude. But he's like twice as witty, twice as Irish, twice as short. That's amazing. It's fucking crazy. It's literally Leprechaun's mini-me. And so they have to fight to the death. So th- this movie is like focused around Leprechaun defending his, his, his husband. Wow, I'm not lying. I love that so much. I want that made now. Yesterday. And 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 here's here's the thing. I'll, I'll give you even. I'll I'll even throw in the ending for you, dude. Uh, Leprechaun sacrifices himself to taking out the clone Leprechaun, and so <laughs> <laughs> and you look like you just and so like, when oh, they, they, so, they, now, this is gonna get a little long now. Hold up, like you're yeah. Now hold up. Let me readjust real quick, dude, because it's gonna get real. Turn so, the page in their in their midst of combat. Right, they're fighting on a plane. Turns out that's the final destination plane. Wow. But, but the young leprechaun, the clone leprechaun, knows that because he's the one that orchestrates that shit, right? Of course. Yeah, he's the one that destroys the plane that makes it just blow up. 
but but he knows that young leprechaun's gonna jump out that plane and survive. So he fucking bear hugs clone leprechaun, old old Logan leprechaun, right? Oh, to the ground. And and he takes himself out. And so then they both go to hell. Oh shit! And that's where they see Candyman, or that's where they get their. And mission. that's where they see Candyman. And then all of a that's sudden, the leprechaun, the old leprechaun, looks at Candyman and gives him a nod. And then Tony Todd nods back, and they fucking double team the clone leprechaun. Like, straight out of fucking WWE Raw, dude. Oh, tag team? Tag, tag team the shit out of them, dude. Tag team with that iron hook. This is some crazy Marvel Universe shit, because then, like, by the third one, when we get to, like, you know, Thanos-level stuff, like, they we find out, yeah. that, like, this is happening with all Shamrock your- Shamrock War? <laughs> well, it's happening to everybody. It's happening to Candyman yeah. guy cloned, all this. So they're all having a team up. Fuck. You know, like fucking uh, Dark Dimension Candyman where he's white. Oh. And he's actually extremely racist. Yeah, he, like He's a skinhead. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, really, he's a neo-Nazi actually. Bald, yeah. yeah. <laughs> skinhead. But And then he's attacking like white liberals because he's mad at them. Yeah, because he's like, you fucking race traitor. Yeah. Like doing all this awful shit. <laughs> And you got actual Tony Todd coming and fucking just clotheslining the shit out of him. And then he got right on his shoulders like fucking Master Yoda. Leprechaun leaps off of Tony Todd's back. Starts using the force and shit. I could see everybody cheering at that part of the theaters. Like, <laughs> yes, dude. Old theater. Like, they got tears like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going through fucking mirror or some shit. Someone's got to die, though. Like, which hero is J- Jason or? Freddy. It's gotta it's gotta be old man leprechaun. That's f- so fucked up, but so real. Like that would hit so, so hard. <laughs> you got your fucking arms folded, you're like, dude, that's so fucked there's up, that, but that's so real. That's if there's one dry eye happened. in that theater, I'll give I'll, all the money I have away. And uh old leprechaun. And and I'll tell you one last final thing when they <laughs> defeat uh skinhead candyman. Uh, <laughs> t- you only le- tell me one last final day. You don't want to give it all away. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, for real. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, there's a bittersweet ending where uh, Candyman and Leprechaun share a kiss, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's revealed. Then it's revealed, Jordan, <laughs> that uh, Candyman out of his out of his coat pocket takes out a picture, and it's Leprechaun Candyman and their two adopted beautiful children. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's has so many questions, but we never get into the movie after that one, do we? That that's it. Yeah, that, no, that's done. It's it. Wow. You know what? And I don't like. We're not trying to make money off this. We just want it to be made. This yeah, but uh, I, we will say though that this is extremely copywritten. We ha- this is our idea. Oh yeah, pay us uh, for we the will story. take legal action for anybody trying to mimic this script. It's too good. Like I wish we didn't even talk and, about it because now I just want it so bad yeah absolutely and, and this is not a threat this is not a threat at all but i will say that I, I this is information for you guys i do have 13 bitcoins to my name so you know no no threat at all but i am saying though that we have 13 bitcoins all together collectively right now so if anybody tries to steal that script we will find out we will dox you we will find you if you have 13 bitcoins let's just fund this amazing movie dude that's what i'm i'm well I'm telling you right now jordan I'm, I'm farming some more right now as we speak so once i'm up to 14 bro we're starting it it'd be nice if somehow Maybe with his dying breath, Leprechaun might have said, You lose. You can't outsmart a genius. Because, yeah, because that's how he outsmarts skinhead Candyman. You lose.
out the gold coin. And there's no stopping me now. You can't outsmart a genius. Man, I still got chilled from that mental image. Well, just think, like, in his final breath, he gives Candyman that gold coin. And that golden kiss. And that golden <laughs> kiss right with it. So, they share a kiss in between that uh that gold coin. I'm guessing... Forever you, cemented in the actual canonical universe. I know you said you looked it up, so just to spit, there's a 4.6 on IMDb. I am shocked, yeah, that it's a fucking 4 point... Fanboys. You said 6 or 3? 4.6. 4. 4.6, 4. 6. that is insane. Uh, tomato meter, six percent. <laughs> yeah, that feels way more accurate. And I, to be fair, I definitely had like a heart change with Rotten Tomatoes because as a recent, I'm like they just kind of fucking review bomb movies. Yeah, well, the critics are not really. I pretty much never agree with. Um, six percent. It was at zero percent up until pretty recently. I think so. At least I think one critic was really? like, said it was good. We're good enough. Uh, the audience gave it a twenty nine percent though. Four point six. I, I could see that on IMDb makes me feel like fanboys. Yeah, that that's fucking crazy, dude. Seriously, that that like flips the tables almost, dude. For like Rotten Tomatoes and like IMDb, because sometimes Rotten Tomatoes will be a little bit more generous. Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, but sometimes, sometimes. it's weird. I guess it really depends on the movie. Dude. Yeah, they really like. Uh, for what I've seen, like they really like. Even if it is kind of derivative, but if it if feels like artistic or like has a message then it's gonna be good on Rotten Tomatoes yeah like if it's like a triple A budgeted movie it's most likely gonna be highly rated and then IMDb is gonna be a little bit more realistic I will say I agree with Fangoria the most because this only award (laughs) listed is Fangoria winner of Chainsaw Award for worst film in 1994 yep Um, then you have crazy people like Kevin Thomas of the Los Angeles Times wrote that it has better writing production values, acting, and humor than the original. And TV Guide wrote that the film is an improvement over its predecessor, though cynically contrived even by schlock horror standards. So, people thought it was better somehow? Which is... I I just... I I really... I want them in prison, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) I want them in prison. What would you rate this? I I would rate this movie. I'm I'm being very hard on it. I'm gonna give it a fucking a fucking three out of ten. Uh, all three of those points are literally going to Warwick Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, realistically, dude. I mean, it was not funnier than the first one. Um, although there were, it, I mean, it, it it's changed. It, it's not even technically listed as a comedy anymore. It's a horror slasher or what it's trying to be I think it's and although there were a few more comedians uh on this one basically just um michael mcdonald uh i feel like the writing was obviously so much weaker uh they for no reason at all retcons <laughs> and i feel silly saying this but i also don't they retconned a lot of leprechaun lore for no reason uh Changing the character himself to be less interesting, more stereotypical of just a basic half-assed slasher that anybody in his proximity, he just fucks up, takes out. And I feel like they really... what what Because the first one honestly had a lot of charm to it. Hey, no Very kind intended. of like... 
What's up? No pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended, dude. All charm, no sham. <laughs> like this, it, it like it really kind of lost all of its like, like home movie aesthetic. Like it really kind of lost itself. Uh, I definitely feel that this movie just fucked up the identity of uh, Leprechaun, and it was not enjoyable. Uh, other than just seeing Warwick Davis in action, this movie is a total snooze. I concur. I'm actually giving it the exact same a three, and I feel like I'm still being generous Fuck. on that. Same. I wanted to go like two point five, but then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, Warwick Davis, he's just he's so good that I really do feel like you watch this movie for Leprechaun, and we get Leprechaun in this, but it's like a different. I don't leprechaun know. Though. Still though, I feel like it's still hurt. Not that he did bad or anything, but. It's probably yeah, but just how they wrote the characters. Yeah, is that what you're kind yeah, of getting lines, at? It's probably his worst one. I can't say that until we go through them. But I mean, yeah, God, even his lines aren't that good, really. Actually, I feel like yeah. we don't get that much time with him. Honestly, we really, do. yeah, no, we really don't. We focus on Cody yeah. and Morty and Bridget. Which that's clearly what their intentions were because they had this all these subcategories of like, you know, no one cares about some weird high school love triangle thing all that stuff that they're trying to introduce like oh the movie's called leprechaun right fuck what jordan 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 what notice how the second Candyman movie focused on bloodlines literally leprechaun 2 is all about the curse of the bloodline just like the fucking Candyman 2 you're right well leprechaun 3 isn't leprechaun 3 the one that added a ton of lore Yeah, Leprechaun 3, I think, is... Because it's literally taking... Leprechaun 3 is basically like Candyman 2021. Where they're... Or or technically Halloween H2O. Where it's taking place immediately after the first one. They disregard the second movie entirely. And then I think it does add lore. I I could be completely wrong. It's in LA. Leprechaun 3? Yeah. No, I think it might 3, be. Uh, oh, Candyman 3. Candyman 3? Candyman 3 is in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying, isn't that the one that... Oh, what the fuck am I saying? You said LA. Yeah, didn't it try to just add a ton of lore? Like, just ridiculous uh, stuff. Leprechaun 3, maybe. If it does, dude, I mean, shit. It's the same writers. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane, though. I, I, I just put that together when you were talking about it, too. I was like, holy fuck. Like, th- they really are meant to be together. I guess Me I gotta side, but however, with a long side, yeah. is this going into the house of a thousand horrors, dude? This is not my leprechaun, absolutely <laughs> not, not my leprechaun, not my leprechaun, and it and it does hurt me because, right? I would love to have the entire leprechaun series, disregarding the fucking prequel, but. Unfortunately, we can't have that. They had to take a fat, massive dookie on this fucking sequel. Yeah, that's a big... But one thing, though, that's a positive, Jordan, is that this was a learning curve for them. This was a stepping stone. I guess. Because they're like, let's not go to Horror Slasher. We fucked up hard on that. So they're probably going to go way back to comedy. We can't say, dude. Three. I mean, we can't say till we find out, but, I mean, shit. Hopefully they learn from this, though, dude. Well, the good part is, too, we're now... Just one more episode away from space, and for you, two more from in the hood. In the hood, where I grew up. (laughs) 
In Ireland, though, in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say about that? I don't know. I forgot. But <laughs> you want to give um our contact? Yeah. Info? Why don't you mention our Twitter? Yeah, dude. It's uh, I was practicing on this one. Uh, our Twitter handle is one K. Okay, good. I thought horror. the fit was over. What is it? Hor- House of 1K Horrors. You're not messing with me, right? You really don't know. Ha- okay. Yeah, okay, you go ahead, dude. I was, I, I, I was right, kidding, dude. You, sure. you, you the bit's still going. It's at yeah. House 1K Horrors. At House now, 1K Horrors. tell the listeners why we have it. Well, <clears throat> we got it, yo, guys. So, we got a Twitter to keep you updated on uh, when episodes come out, just to post some funnies, get in contact with our community. However, uh, yeah, as, as time goes on, technology gets really complicated, and me coming from a, a humble beginnings, I'm not so tech savvy. So, uh, oh, okay, yeah. Well, I, there wasn't a right Twitter. answer. I just wanted to know because I really don't know why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can also email us at. House of, so of 1000, the number horrors, horrors at gmail.com. That's right. Which that I remember, dude. Well, yeah, it's literally the pot, the title of her name at Gmail. I don't know. You're struggling, dude. You're drawing blanks. Um, also, five star reviews or one star reviews. Not in between. Wow, we got a whole Not in between, here. dude. Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah, I mean, as far as I, I got all my uh, leprechaun lore, you know, pushed out of the way for right now. Do you got anything else to say? Any concluding thoughts on this uh, awful? Just reset, rewind to the happiness, the joy, the ups, the downs of the first one. Dude, I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to the third one because definitely this is going to be like the real sequel they've been waiting for. Get your hopes up too much, but I don't think it will go this low ever again. Yeah. So it's only it's only up from here is what I think. Alright man, well until next time. Alright dude, till next time. Thank you guys. Oh no bit or anything. That's it, no bit, no final joke.